dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. It's Friday! The weekend is here, damn it! Yes, it is. It is. I'm excited. I got a crazy weekend, too. I got to uh, be tonight for uh, Pharrell's Fest. I'll be in Virginia. Pharrell's Fest? I don't know what it's called. I think it's <laughs> Welcome to Virginia, but I know Pharrell is putting on a, a huge festival out in Virginia. And, of course, I went to school at Hampton University in Hampton, so I'll be out there. I got a party tonight with Michael Vick, who's also from that uh, area of Virginia. So I'll be with him then. I'm doing, uh, going it's to Atlanta. It's called Something in the Water Music Festival. Something in the Water Music Festival. There you go. Uh, and then after that, I'm heading out to Atlanta where I'm doing a seminar to uh, people in Atlanta that want to learn about real estate. I think we got close to 1,000 people attending, so it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to be talking about real estate, how to gain, uh, get wealth through real estate, whether it's flipping, whether it's having tenants. So if you want more information, just hit up my uh, Instagram. I'll be in Atlanta on Saturday. Well, we're getting ready for the prom this weekend. You going to the prom? We have prom, yeah, where we'll be providing oh, prom dresses sure. for young ladies who are going to the prom. We're going to have makeup. We have shoes you courtesy a car? of yeah, Shoe Dazzle. And, yeah, let me borrow a few cars. You got it. To go to the prom. You got it. And so, yeah, so that's going to be exciting. I always, um, I love doing this because the girls get to come. They mm-hmm. get to shop for free. Okay. And go through dresses. We'll have stylists there to help you out to pick the right dress for you to wear to the prom. So When is that? That's on Sunday. I want to be part of that. Can I go? Can I help these girls you find good to dresses? The prom? Um, yeah, come I got on. good taste. I got don't, three Don't daughters. say you're going to come in and not show up. Just send me the address. I'll be back. All right, good. That's going to be in Brooklyn. I was I was humble crazy yesterday. And when I say humble, like started stuttering, I didn't know what to say. So I'm minding my business. I'm in the Adidas Picture store. Picture that. All right. I'm in the Adidas <laughs> store, and my phone rings. So it's a number I didn't know, and usually when I see numbers I don't know, I don't pick up. I just don't. But I picked up. And it's a woman's voice. It was like, hello, man, I speak to DJ Envy. Now, when somebody says your full DJ Envy, not that's just That's not hey, your name. I know, but that's what I've been called. Not just <laughs> Envy. When I speak to DJ Envy, I'm like... Uh-oh. I'm like, yes. It's like, hi, this is Mary J. Blige. I'm like, get off my phone. This ain't no damn Mary J. Blige. <gasps> then she was like, hello, man, I speak to DJ Envy. <laughs> I was like, what's going on here? I was like, yes. It was like, this is Mary J. Blige. I was like, hi. Was it really? I started stuttering. I was like, hi. That's what I could say was hi. And then she said, oh, yeah, this is DJ. <laughs> she said, yeah, yeah, this is DJ. It definitely is. She was like, um, I have a new record I would like to send you. I said, a new record? I said, okay. She was like, yeah, it's me featuring Naj. You know, we're going on tour. It's my first single. So I want to give it to you first. I'm like, whoa. I'm like, stop ishing me. She's like, excuse me? I said, stop playing with me. So we got to play that this So we're going to play that this morning. I was like, yes, <laughs> we got go. that. Let's go, Mary J. Blige, a fellow Capricorn. That's right. So it's a, a worldwide exclusive. I guess we'll get into it after the room is this morning. I'm excited about it. The record is dope. So shout out to Mary J. Blige. When I say co- I was like, uh, I, I started stuttering. Mm. I haven't stuttered like that in a long time, maybe two weeks. Hmm? No. You do it now? All right, let's get into it right now. We got All it right, up? that's what I'm talking about. Let's get into this Mary J. Blige now. This is Mary J. Blige featuring Nas. Nobody has it. Worldwide exclusive. If you know Mary, hit her. Hit her on her Instagram or I Twitter. I Mary J. Blige. This is exciting. This is a great record for a Friday. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Let's go. That's new Mary J. Blige. Nas. That record was tough. 
Now, um, like yes. I said yesterday, I was out shopping in the Adidas store and I got a phone call. And it was like, hi, Mr. DJ Envy, it's Mary J. Blige. I'm like, yeah, I. It's like, hi, Mrs. DJ Emmy, must be the Mary J. Blige. I just started stuttering, but she said she sent over a new record. The record is crazy, so shout to Mary J. Blige, all right? We'll get it back on if you missed it. But now, let's get into some front page news. Now, last night, the Spurs forced a game seven, beating the Nuggets 120-103. They tied the series 3-3. And then some news I don't understand. Last night was the NFL draft, all right? Mm-hmm. The Giants had the sixth pick, right? So we there's a, a bunch of people that, you know, everybody's expecting the, the Giants to pick up. But the Giants pick up a quarterback named Daniel Jones. He's from a school called Duke, right? Duke is a basketball school, not really a football school. There was no highlights on this kid, no nothing. People don't understand. I don't know why they picked this kid. Eddie, you're a football fan. Do you know why we picked this kid? Angelie, do you know why we picked this kid? Um, Because it's a Giants. Great. All right, well. I, I don't know. Maybe it'll work out. I, I don't know. <laughs> but it sounds bad. It sounds like a horrible pick. But, hey. That's Man, the, have some confidence in your team. That's the Giants being Giants. What else are we talking about, Yee? Uh, yes, let's talk about a, another teenager. This high school senior in New Orleans has gotten accepted to 115 colleges and has been offered almost $4 million in scholarship money. So congratulations to Antoinette Love. She said she feels happy that she can go to college because basically she'll be the first in her family to do that. Wow. Yeah, that's so dope. that's a record-breaking number of schools to get accepted into. No, that's that's amazing. Congratulations to her. Yeah, that's uh, that's definitely something that shows people that they can aspire toward mm-hmm. great things. Absolutely. All right, now there was a terrible accident in as a car was stuck in traffic near Denver. They said a runaway semi plowed into stop traffic, and then there was a fiery crash. That crash included a dozen cars and three semis. They said multiple people were killed. At least six people were hospitalized with injuries during that crash that happened on Interstate 70. That happened yesterday. The driver of the semi was among those people who were injured. But how do you have a runaway semi? Did he pass out? Did he have a stroke? Did he have a heart attack? Did he fall asleep? Like, how was a, a, a semi-truck just running recklessly? Yeah, it's unclear what happened, but maybe he couldn't stop. Maybe the brakes malfunctioned. Who mm. knows Goodness what gracious. happened? But they said there was a fire that was extinguished. Investigators are trying to work out who was in each car so they can identify the people. So sad, man. So, yeah. so sad. Really sad. Now, another thing that a lot of people have been talking about, of course, is... Joe Biden, the former vice president, is running for president. That was one of the best-kept secrets because I think everybody knew he was about to announce that he was running. Right. And, uh, of course, Donald Trump has had a lot of things to say about him already. Donald Trump's already given him a nickname. What's his nickname? He's calling him Sleepy Joe. Sleepy Joe. And he's, uh, he said he was going to call him something else that rhymes with Sleepy, but he felt that it would be inappropriate. Another thing that's happening is Anita Hill. He has apologized. Joe Biden has apologized for his treatment of Anita Hill uh, before. And basically, you know, when she was undergoing all of that, uh, all the trials and tribulations that she was undergoing, she he just was very, I guess, um, I'm trying to think of the right word to mm-hmm. use for this. Very what? Uh, just treated her terribly when okay. she was making those accusations. Mm-hmm. And now he has apologized for that. So uh, other people feel like... And Anita Hill herself has not forgiven him mm. until there's some real changes uh, made in the treatment of women and, you know, with the whole Me Too movement and everything. So we'll give you more information on that in the next Front Page News. All right, that's Front Page News. And don't forget, Michael Ely will be joining us. Actor Michael Ely he has a new flick, Intruder. So yes. we'll, kick to, we'll talk to him. And also the Plastic Cup Boys, Those that, that's the crew with... 
Kevin Hart. They'll be joining Jesus us this morning Christ, as well. They're more than just a crew with Kevin Hart. It's comedian Spank and Naeem Lynn. They're individuals on their own. Hey, Charlamagne, welcome. They've been comedians welcome. way before they were on tour with Kevin Hart. What the hell hey, are you talking about? Can I, can I get into that? All I, that's how I started. I said the crew that's with Kevin Hart, and then you just jumped in. Yeah, because you should leave with people's names. <laughs> well, welcome, Charlamagne. What's happening? <laughs> What's the word? What's going on? Y'all both wrong. Let me tell you something. I saw Avengers Endgame last night. Drop one of the clues bombs for Avengers Endgame. But that's why you're late. That is why I'm late. And I had sex last night. I'm old. You know what I'm saying? But Avengers Endgame. Um, Avengers Endgame was great. I thought you meant the sex. That's but what I, meant. I do think, um, <laughs> I do, I, 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 it's a part of me that feels Infinity War was better. But we can argue on Monday. Because I know everybody hasn't seen it yet. Even though it was sold out everywhere yesterday in New York, New Jersey. Well, that's ridiculous. more reason why everyone hasn't seen it. Yeah, you're talking Spanish to me and you. But anyway. Well, I do, but I'm not fucking talking Spanish to the rest of the country in the world. Okay. Yo comprendo you espanol. guys swear everything sí. revolves around sí. y'all. Como está usted? Okay, but when it's, the number, when, it's, when, it's the num- when it's the number one movie in the country on Sunday and it's, done, uno. it's broke Numero all kind of records, uno. guess who's going to feel like uh, they're out of the loop? Numero uno? Guess who will say I don't care. <laughs> you know say. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad night or a bad morning or maybe you ready for the weekend. You want to spread some positivity. 800-585-1051. Hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? This is Mike from Cincinnati. Mike from Cincinnati. Get it off your chest, bro. Man, I just called to wish my queen a happy birthday tomorrow, man. That's what I heard. I appreciate it. You ain't going to say her name, bro? Her name Jasmine. Jasmine knows who I'm talking to. Happy birthday, Jasmine. You call her your big booty? My big booty queen, man. That's <laughs> what's up, man. All right, now. All right, bro. What if you find out your big booty queen is somebody's big All booty right, side chick? Stop it. It's her birthday. Hey, that, that, that'll be on me. That'll be my mistake. I must have been slipping somewhere. Hey, I like that. Take accountability. All right, brother. Hello, who's this? Daisha. Hey, um, Daisha. Uh, Virginia. Hey, 757. Get it off your chest. All right. Um, shoot, I forget. What it oh, for, for one, you guys need to watch Endgame. Like, I don't know why you guys are not. It's tomorrow. They clowns. Don't tell them nothing. Like, it's going to they don't get it. They haven't been with us the past 10 years. You know, on this journey of Marvel. They don't understand how. Did you see it yet, first of all? Yes, yes. I oh, my God. Night. Oh, boy. Oh. Jesus Christ. Oh. oh. I got a whole lot of emotions going on that Me I too. can't work through right now. Oh, Me too. I felt the same way this morning. I was like, what did I watch last night? Right. Uh, so yeah. Okay, sounds exciting. The going on. I know it's about to be busy. I'm a cab driver, and I am not looking forward to this traffic. Well, I'm going to be down there. I'm on my way after the show. I'm coming down there. VA yeah, going to be popping. You're going to make a lot of money, though. I wish that I could go. I wish that I could have went. It happened all so fast. I couldn't get my ticket. It sold out quick. Yeah, well. Well, at least you got to see well, Endgame. Yeah, I'm hoping that every you know everything is safe and you know it can happen again. If it happens again, I'm definitely gonna be there. Okay. What, what's gonna happen um, at a Pharrell festival? Other than because college college beach week is too. So. Oh, okay, okay. You know, Have a good one. I'm buddy. sure it'll be a lot of love spread, just like at Coachella. Herpes was everywhere. It'll be Rashad. a happy happy uh, disease. Rashad. Hello. Yeah. What's up? Yo. What up, though? What up, bro? Yo. Hey, I just wanted to uh, tell you, Envy, that the Giants got Daniel Jones just because he was a high upside pick. I know Duke is a basketball school, but that's all that pick was. Because he was a what pick? High upside, high potential. Oh, high potential. 
I mean, I don't see the problem. Let me tell you something about New York fans. You know what they do? They they watch these drafts. People get drafted. They boom. They did it to Chris Stapps, Porzingis. Then Chris Stapps ended up being the, being dope. And getting injured. He ain't do nothing for New York. But he, was, he still was good. He ain't do nothing for New York. How long was he playing for New York? Four years? Five years? It don't matter. Let the scouts be the scouts. Nah, B. Nah, B. This dude, they probably they said would have went to the second round. Who you would have picked? Uh, exactly. Y'all don't even know. I would Josh all Allen. Do, all I would have What's the other? What's the other? You look at the paper. Dwayne Haskins. No, Dwayne Haskins is Who there. is that? That's the other quarterback. For That's who? the one that gets busy from For Ohio who? State. You look at the paper. I'm telling you who it is. I Never know, heard that's of. That's who I would have picked. Get it off your chest. 800 585 1051 We needed a quarterback, and that's who we should have picked. Get it off your chest. Call us right now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Yo, this is Mo from the bell, man. Mo, wait, why you so Yo. mad, bro? Why you sound like you're doing the quiet storm? Because you always, every time something come out, Charlamagne, you always got to post something online. Like, let the movie mm-hmm. rock, bro. Like, come on. What did bro. I post last night? Oh, what up, post last night? You posted up the <laughs> rocket, the, 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 the raccoon dude. Oh, yo, rest in peace. Hey, come on, bro. Let me ask you a question. Let me let me ask you a question. Have you seen the movie yet? No. Exactly. Okay, so listen. Time out, time out. Listen, listen. Just know that I'm smarter than you, all right? Yeah. <laughs> Why the hell would I ever post a real spoiler? Why would I ever do that to people? Come on, man. Rocket Raccoon. Yo, Charlamagne, listen, you done changed up colors on us. I don't know what you be thinking nowadays, bro. Well, well I wanna say I wanna say rest in peace to Rocket Raccoon and rest in peace to uh the wasp. Okay? Okay. All right. Hello, who's this? This is Max. This is Max from Brooklyn, New York. What's up, bro? Get it off your chest. I know. What I want to get off my chest is inspiration with Mary J. Blouse song. I, I appreciate you doing that, finding that, that younger inspiration back in and doing what you do. Oh, yeah, Mary. Yeah, we played a uh, exclusive Mary and Nas this morning. Get it, Mary. We're going to get that back on after the uh, rumors. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Appreciate that. Good morning to all of y'all as well. Good morning. What's happening? Good morning, Happy sir. Happy Friday. Zay, good morning, Zay. Good morning, Breakfast Club. Hey, since... Um, Angela Yee and DJ Envy, y'all understand nothing Sis. about the Avengers. Don't worry about it. Let them be out the loop, man. They'll be all right. I feel fine. All right. Without spoiling the movie, do this movie make Iron Man? No, shut up. You're doing too much. You're doing too much, brother. You're doing too much. Don't do that. People haven't seen it yet. What's up with the dogs behind you? What are you talking about? Why they keep changing sex positions? What you are you talking, talking about? about? I thought he was talking about Endgame. Two dogs behind you. Dogs behind. There's no dogs behind me. Why would I have dogs in the studio? You guys are weird. All right, bro. Stop smoking. I don't understand people sometimes, man. Mary Bell. Hi. Hey, fam. Hey, fam. Hi, fam. Hey, fam. How many fams hey, are on the phone? Hey, what's good? Happy Friday. Happy Friday to you guys. <laughs> what's up, fam? Get it off your chest. What's called? We're up at three in the morning, so we're we're calling you guys. Oh, y'all in Cali? What's up, LA family, what's up, guys? What's yeah, up, fam? Where the hell y'all been? <laughs> Trying to get yeah, through. We've been calling you, but we just haven't gotten through. Exactly. Oh, we thought you got locked up or something. No, God, no. No. Do you guys go see? Uh, did you go see Endgame? Uh, no, this Sunday. Woo. It's hard I to get no tickets, clue. baby. I'm with. I'm with Okay, one, okay, Yo-Yo's with Charlamagne, and I'm with Envy and Yee. I have no clue what these people are. I have no clue who they are. So right. you just going just to go? That's not true. You saw, I'm sure you saw Black Panther. Black Panther's yeah, one of the Avengers. Yeah, He's in Endgame. Yeah. yeah, I was there for Michael B. Jordan. 
Well, he's definitely not in Endgame. Oh, uh, well, forget it. But Chad, <laughs> but, but Chadwick Boseman and Shuri and uh, the rest of the, the Wakanda is. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, okay. And then we want to do a shout-out to uh, Bernard at Foot Locker. He's a part of the new... He's a, our new member in our Breakfast Club crew. All right. All right. What's, What's up, up Bernard? Bernard at Foot Locker. Can I get the discount when I'm in town? In Foot Locker? Oh, uh, yeah. I- I'll let him know. I'll let him know. All right. Thank you. myself in there. All right. Bye, y'all. Bye-bye. Bye. Have a great Friday. Millie. Hi. How are you? Uh, Millie's stressed out, guys. What's the matter? Very. So I've been dating, and it seems like every di- every guy I date, they always tell me like I would make the perfect wife, but it never gets anywhere. Damn! You Why would they tell you that? that? That's the worst thing you could tell a person. But you would make is, the perfect wife. Do they but... make the perfect husbands? Um, there's one. Okay, not the rest of them. What is it about you that is your, is your macaroni and cheese trash? Like, why wouldn't they? Why don't you make no, the perfect wife? No, my macaroni and cheese is great. I think. How about body odor? <laughs> great. Okay. Vagina. From what I'm told, perfect. Ah, yes. you didn't answer that with the same confidence as the mac and cheese. <laughs> what about breath? I mean, I don't have any. I'm not blessed on the top, but I'm blessed on the bottom. Hey. You know? <laughs> no, she, he said breath, not breath, baby. <laughs> oh, just want to just wanna throw that out there. Okay? Because honestly, the way you said that, the, the way you said that is like, yo, I'm blessed at the top, meaning your breath is cool, but at the bottom is a little older. That's, that's how you got to listen, no. you know? Well, I'm sorry, Mama. Did you try Christian Mingle? Um, no. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's what you should try. You'll Actually, find, you you'll, you'll find the right Mingle. one, baby. I mean, I like thugs. So. Well, there you go. Where you from? Maybe that's my problem. Jersey. Oh, if you like thugs, you go North Patterson. Damn, that was a well, terrible no, thing been, to say. Well, well, no, 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 no. <laughs> Definitely not going. Camden. There. I mean, I think my problem is, you know, um, New York guys. Mm. A lot of New York guys. Well, stay out of Harlem, Brooklyn, Holy and Queens. <laughs> where should you go? I don't know where she what should you, go. Why are you telling her to stay away from these know. places? I don't know. Well, good luck, hey. mama. Oh, yeah, you got to get off the phone. Listen, <laughs> for everybody out there that's watching Jeez. Avengers Endgame, I was wondering why this just started trending. What? It said Google Thanos. Says stop what you're doing and Google Thanos for an Avengers Easter egg. So Google Thanos and then click on the Infinity Gauntlet, and it's an Avengers Easter egg for Endgame. That's all I'm going to tell you. Go do it right now. Um, wow. Okay. Oh, that's hard. Okay. Yeah. Wow. 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 Y'all have no idea what's going on on my computer right now. Google Thanos. Wow. <laughs> what is going on? Google no Thanos, yo. No Google <laughs> Thanos and click on the gold infinity gauntlet. I was, it just started trending just now. That's crazy. Oh, my goodness. Wow. All okay. right. Wow. You got rumors on the way? Yes. Imagine that uh, you want to continue your education. What's the best way to do it? Well, allegedly someone <laughs> is lying about applying to Harvard. What's wrong with you, man? Wow. Thanos made that uh, woman's Harvard application disappear with a snap of his finger. My goodness. All right. Get it off your chest. I didn't, and don't forget, next hour, the Plastic Cup boys will be joining us, Naeem and Spank. And don't forget, Mary J. Blige, we have an exclusive featuring Naj. You don't want to miss that. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. We need, we need Thanos to snap his fingers and make Taylor Swift's new single go away. Morning, everybody. It's DJ. And who's Thanos? Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Black China. It's time. She's spilling the tea. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, Black China yesterday had talked about trying to change things up and go to Harvard. And that was the 
program. It was an online program. She posted after the couple of last couple of years, you guys have been given a perspective of who I am from the media and people closest to me. I've been bullied, humiliated, manipulated, and discredited as a mom. Looking back at a lot of my actions, I'm reflecting and realizing that confusion is a serious thing. I have caused, and I am working to be the best me. Black China doesn't define Angela White as a person. At 30, I'm overwhelmed with the blessings I have being a mother of two amazing children. I don't talk on things often, but I promise to give you guys more of me. Angela White perspective. Thank you for years of endless love. Your support for me is a blessing. And that's when she revealed that she's been accepted to take a Harvard course and is looking forward to new beginnings. Well, Harvard issued out a statement. They said that they have not admitted her nor provided an acceptance letter to a person named Angela White. Damn. They said that, um, you know, it's just, I guess, not happening. Now, there's been even more news that came out around this. Apparently, there was a person named Christian Emiliano, and that person refers to himself as a social media renaissance man, and his pitch is that he will help you take this online program that everyone is doing now to add attended Harvard to their brand. It's kind of a rebranding thing, so you can say, I went to Harvard. The team will complete all the coursework for you, and it says all you have to do is take one test. We will provide you the study guide and then take credit for the program. You can go on the Harvard campus, take a picture with a Harvard hoodie on. You can post updates on your Snapchat and Instagram Lord story. The course costs twenty two fifty, and then it's $1,000 extra for them to complete the entire course for you. So you're paying people to help you front now? Yes, that's Jesus. exactly Christ, man. Listen, Thanos snapped his fingers and made Black China's application go away. So it's no degree, none of that, huh? All a lie. Well, she hadn't taken the course at all. She was just saying she was about to. Okay. Well, she wasn't. She was paying somebody to take all the course Now, we don't know that for sure because they have not confirmed. They 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 posted all the emails Black China did confirm that her people did. They did confirm they received that email, but they said that they never hired him. Okay. And that she decided to take that course on her own after all. And... Uh, Christian did confirm that as well. Here's my thing. I don't understand why I lie. Like, there's no future in front. Not to mention, you write that long-ass caption. Now everybody know you lying. Now you look like a clown. And this is just another example of people wanting to look like they're doing something instead of actually doing something. Go do the work. All right. Now, ESPN and TNT are trying to sign Dwayne Wade reportedly as an analyst. They both want him. Makes sense, right? So they're vying and they're going to pitch to him so that he can actually be an analyst. And they want to start as soon as the current NBA playoffs. I'm not mad at that. At all. That'd be dope. All right. Alan Foster, you know him as one of the co-founders of Big Baller Brand. Well, the FBI is investigating him. We gave you some of this information. Lonzo Ball has distanced himself from the Big Baller Brand, covering up his tattoo. According to official paperwork, Alonzo is suing Alan Foster for damages in excess of $2 million and for funds taken by him from Big Baller Brand to purchase assets in Ethiopia. They said it was stolen funds. Apparently, he was also engaged in fraudulent activity in his past. He was sentenced to over seven years in prison back in 2002 for mail fraud and money laundering. That was $4 million that was taken from 70 different investors. According to Lonzo Ball's lawsuit, none of that information was disclosed to the family upon going into business with him. So now he is under investigation by the FBI for fraud. So can't do wrong, okay? Mm-hmm. Kodak Black, he was in New York tonight. Uh, well, last night and tonight he's supposed to have a show as well. But things didn't go as scheduled. Now, we told you about all kinds of issues he's been having on the road. The feds did also raid his tour bus outside of a Washington, D.C. venue where he was performing. 
Well, now the show for tonight has been canceled and there's going to be refunds. So if you bought tickets for his New York City show tonight, that's not going to happen. And last night, the venue was changed from the Hammerstein Ballroom. It was changed over to United Palace. So people that had tickets for that were instructed to go there. So I heard they did still sell a lot of tickets, like 5,000 tickets were sold for Kodak Black. So nothing is stopping him um, on his grind right now. John Singleton is in a coma. Now, originally, this they said scary. he had a stroke, but it turns out that stroke was way more serious than <clears throat> his family first revealed. They said it was a major stroke, and he is in a coma. So that was after he returned from Costa Rica last week. He had experienced some problems with his legs. He checked himself into the hospital in L.A., and then he suffered a stroke in his hospital room That's as well. That's crazy. He had a stroke in Wednesday. the hospital, mm-hmm. and it's... And it's, it's, it's I mean, it's bad. Well, you got to understand, when you get to a certain age, this is pretty pretty regular. Okay, we all want to be healthy, but the reality of the situation is, you know, you get older and things happen. And this is one of those times where something happened. He's a young brother, man, 50 years old. 50, 50-something years old, yeah. But it happens. Scary. He's 51, yes. and it was, mm. a, But it's a major stroke, and he is in a coma. So it wasn't just a minor stroke, as originally had been reported. No so. praying for John Singleton. Absolutely. Yeah, hopefully no. they're going to be able to uh, help him, and he'll p- be able to pull through. I will say, though, uh, you know, when, when I hear things like that, uh, I'd much rather hear about stories like that. I'd rather not hear anything, but if I want to hear a story about something like that, I'd rather hear that than somebody got shot. You know what I'm saying? The only problem with that is 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 now, you know, my legs start hurting. I just said, you know, he yeah, said his leg, now I'm, my leg is hurting. I'm a mental hypochondriac yeah. too, but but you know, I won't start thinking like that until I'm 50. When I'm 50, then I'll start thinking about No, I'm thinking about it like that now, no, man. No, 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 not putting that in my spirit now. If a 40-year-old man out here get a stroke, then I'm like, <gasps> <laughs> my legs start hurting, my toes start hurting, stuff start hurting, I'll be like, why is this hurting? 51 is early to have a stroke. Yes. All right, well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. To be honest with you, I don't even know if it's early to have a stroke. I just said that. You just said it. I don't agree with you. I don't know, but if, you know. <laughs> All right. It sounds early. All right, now we got uh, front page news next, Yee. Yes, we'll be talking about Joe Biden and his run for the presidency. We'll tell you what Donald Trump had to say about him, as well as a Anita Hill, the woman who uh, had the accusations against Justice Clarence Thomas and what she had to say about her treatment by Joe Biden. All right, we'll get into that. And now, if you missed it, I was telling you guys yesterday, I was uh, in Adidas store shopping and Mary J. Blige called me. I didn't know it was Mary J. Blige. I started stuttering. I I thought it was a lie, but it was really her. She said she had some new music. She wanted to give it to the Breakfast Club as an exclusive. So here it is right now. It's It's Mary J. Blige featuring Nas. It's called Thriving. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Mary J. Blige, Nas. New record for your aunties and uncles. It's called Thriving. Okay, I like that one. I like it too. But I'm uncle. I'm an uncle. Yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's get in some front page news. Now, the Spurs force a game seven. They beat the Nuggets last night 120 to 103. The series is tied at 3 3. Dropping the clues, bounce for the San Antonio Spurs. Greatest system in all of basketball. Because I don't know how they have fourth the game seven with uh, the Denver Nuggets, who are a number two seed. Hi, and also the Giants, if uh, you're a Giant fan, um, picked up Daniel Jones, quarterback from Duke. It was so crazy. He didn't even have any highlights. They didn't even show any highlights. I don't. I don't understand why y'all are defecating on that pick, though. That man might be good. That man might ball out. This really reminds me of when the Knicks drafted Chris Porzingis, and everybody got so mad, and then he came to New York and balled. He didn't really ball. He, he had a good year or two, and then he got injured a couple of times. He didn't really ball. He balled now. He didn't really ball. Porzingis was a potential All Star. Potential. He's got hurt. Yeah, but it didn't work. Uh, I mean, it, they they felt like this guy would have been in the second round. They could have picked him in the second round easily. But man, get a man a chance. Yeah, you don't right. know. You, I, I would. You should hope a for the cowboy, best. Right? A cowboy fan would say that. Get a guy a chance. You should hope for the best. I am. 
All right, now, what else we got, you? Well, let's talk about Joe Biden. He has recently announced his 2020 run for president. And there's been a lot of drama since that. There's been some good, some bad. Uh, So let's talk about what Donald Trump had to say upon being asked about Joe Biden as his opponent. Well, I think we're calling him Sleepy Joe because I've known him for a while and he's a pretty sleepy guy. He's not going to be able to deal with uh, President Xi, I will tell you. That's a different level of energy and, frankly, intelligence. So I sort of refer to him as Sleepy Joe because a lot of people wanted me to change the word sleepy to something else that rhymes with it. Does that make sense to you? And I thought it was too nasty. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Uh, I yeah. thought it was too nasty. Well, but welcome to the uh, race. He's not going to be able to do the job. All right, so that's what Donald Trump has to say about Biden. But they did say that he has been asking his advisors about Joe Biden's prospects nonstop. And he tweeted out, I believe it will be crazy Bernie Sanders versus sleepy Joe Biden as the two finalists to run against maybe the best economy and the history of our country and many other great things. I mean, I, I feel like Joe Biden has a lot of questions to answer. Like, go ahead. And Joe Biden also has hired Simone Sanders mm-hmm. as his 2020 presidential campaign strategist as well. That's interesting because Simone was with Bernie Sanders mm-hmm. in 2016. Now she's with uh, Joe mm-hmm. in 20. 20- Simone once said that that the Democratic Party doesn't need to be led by white men, though. Right. She said we don't need white men leading the Democratic Party, but... Yeah, so why is she riding with a white man? Uh, I have no idea. I got to ask Simone about that. Biden also said he doesn't have Obama's endorsement yet because he's the former vice president, but he said that uh, Obama doesn't want to do that prematurely. He wants to wait, so I guess... I know when when I voted for Barack in 2008, I wasn't focused on uh, you know, Joe President. Biden. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of things I didn't know about Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. And he has said and done some very questionable things. And I keep telling y'all that he actually wrote the 94 crime bill. And he once said in reference to President Obama, you've got the first sort of mainstream African-American who is articulate and bright and clean. So I know broism is real. And he was the white guy standing next to the cool black guy. But Joe got a lot of questions there. So. He does. And, yeah, I, and, and, and I hope thing, Simone Sanders can help him answer. Another thing that's being brought up is his treatment of Anita Hill during Justice Clarence Thomas's Senate confirmation hearings. Mm-hmm. And Joe Biden did say that he regrets the way that she was treated during that. Now, Anita Hill did say they did speak, but she said that she is unconvinced that he accepts the harm that he caused her when he presided over a congressional hearing during that confirmation process back in 1991. She said, I cannot be satisfied by simply saying I'm sorry for what happened to you. I will be satisfied when I know there is real change and real accountability and real purpose. Mm. So she said she can't support Joe Biden until he takes responsibility for his actions and that she's troubled by allegations that he touched women in ways that made them uncomfortable. And and also, uh, when it comes to Joe Biden, don't have, uh, you know, the great Simone Sanders is out there blocking for you, okay? You need to be out there on the front lines answering those questions yourself. You know what I'm saying? Because if you talk to somebody like Nina Turner who heads up Bernie Sanders' campaign, Nina can tell you exactly why she's supporting Bernie, all right? I want Simone to be able to say the same thing, but I want Joe to answer these questions that we have on his own and not just send Simone out there on the front lines to answer these questions about Anita Hill and, you know, the 94 crime bill and his comments about Barack back in the day. Amongst other things. I'm sure he'll have to answer those questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, they're not going to take it easy on him. Not at all. All right. Now, a couple is fighting a Connecticut fertility clinic because the facility gave them the wrong embryo. So now they have a baby that's a different race. That's funny. Then they are. The husband and wife now live in the UK. That is And they funny. are saying this shocking mix-up has left them with uncertainties regarding their second born. What that they got, though? is funny. What did what, they leave what with, they though? Got? They might have got an upgrade. Right, what's the background? What's their background? What's an upgrade? They said that... Black! Child- <laughs> the, the child had a much darker skin pigmentation. All right, that's right. 
either the father so they white? Are they or white? Are they Asian? Or are they Latino? Son. What are they? Their names are <laughs> Dr. Uh, well, I'm not going to tell you that. No, come on. Tell us the name. I don't know. It doesn't. I don't think they've revealed who they are. What's the it's name? Just say it. It's a husband and wife. Yeah. What's the name? It's just a husband and wife. <clears throat> I don't think they want to put their name out there. Yeah, you disappointed it's now. Not saying, it's not saying what their name is. You're disappointed now that that little black baby grows up to be great. Okay? There got to be a lot of questions, though, because think about it. You, you, you're white. The baby comes out, and the baby's black. What's the first thing you're going to think? Who was she cheating with? Exactly. No, no, no. But what they the reason why this even happened, it was an embryo mix-up. It was a frozen embryo using the husband's sperm and eggs from a donor that they chose. So it wasn't like somebody cheated. Were the oh. two, listen, were the two people white? It would appear so if the child had darker so. pigmentation. All right, well, listen. Not, we don't have their name. I'm probably they don't want to put themselves out there because they don't want to make it a big deal for the baby later. Well, they got a little black baby. The fertility clinic gave them a free upgrade. You know how sometimes you go to a hotel and you mm-hmm. check into a room <laughs> and, and it's like a upgrade. one bedroom, then they give you a free upgrade and now you in a suite? You got a free they suite. They got a suite. They got a presidential. Well, what they're saying about. is that they're barraged with people asking them questions when they go out with the baby, asking who's the Tell little they goddamn father. Business. They're asking whether That's the mother though. had an affair. That is funny, absolutely. Please, you seen The Blind Side? Yes. All right. It's The Blind Side 2. And they're also edition. worried about what happened to the sperm that they gave to the clinic. Where's that? Somebody sp- swallowed it. It's his. <laughs> Somebody swallowed it. <laughs> Somebody mistaken for a protein shake. <laughs> <laughs> freaky, freaky Friday. All right. Well, thank you, Yee. You're welcome. Now, when we come back, the Plastic Cup Boys will be joining oh us. Oh, my gosh. Frank and Naeem, comedians. All right. We'll kick it with them when we come back. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Everybody, it's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building, the Plastic Cup Boys, Spank and Naeem. What's up, fellas? What's up, y'all? What's good? First of all, congratulations on the Netflix special. Yes. Oh, thank Long you. Long overdue for that. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Wait, what is that exactly? Is it... Stand up? What is it? It's yeah, stand up. Stand up. Okay. We did one before that was on Netflix. It started off on Comedy Central, then they shot it to Netflix. So. Yeah. Okay. That so we're a little familiar with uh, Netflix. But They're this one's straight to Netflix, so the check a little different. Uh, we think. <laughs> we, think we think it's going to Netflix. <laughs> yeah, that, we're, we're, we're shooting our special. That's yeah. all we know. We're shooting our special. That's what yeah. we know right it's now. It's going to end up on Netflix sooner or later, yeah. but hopefully yeah. first. Yeah. You so guys people would say, how come you didn't do it on, on Kevin Hart's network? Because, you know, Kevin, Kevin has his own network. I will do comedy on that bull. Did he drop? <laughs> did, he, with the LOL no, did he drop his special on that? Right. Watch that special on his phone. <laughs> it's also good when you can spread spread things out. Right, yeah. Let's yeah. do our. You want something there? That twenty mil uh, special too. Shoot. I heard it's a docu series though. Y'all doing? We got a docu series also. Yeah. They, oh, so y'all got two stuff on Netflix. About the, yeah. The docu series. It's for sure on Netflix. Yeah. Okay. Right now, we still aiming for our specials. Got you, got you. Saying, it's going to be on there. We just can't, you know, they like just don't say it yet. Well, but that's what that <laughs> Y'all just said it, Naeem. Right, we already said it. That's good job, Naeem. Well, Charlemagne more... said it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right, we just agreed. Yeah, we just agreed. Where are there more Plastic Cup Boys? Uh, as far as comedians, has always been three. Well, four with Kev, right. including Kev before he went, you know. Yeah, Joey is the, uh, he's the host when we go on tour with Kev, but he doesn't yeah. tour with us. Okay. The crew, we all call ourselves the Plastic Cup Boys, but you know, everybody's, well, you we can't say assistant, uh, what's, what's Wayne's title? It's, uh, presidential just, something. Just executive. Yeah. Executive, there we go. He's an executive assistant or something like that. Then you got the bar. Wait, he's an train. executive assistant? No, no, it's an executive <laughs> something else. Nah, I can't, just, we don't know. Just Man, it's a hell of a word, though, when he said that. I said, okay, brother, whatever you say, Mr. Brother. Make It Happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's Mr. Make It Happen, go, though. Yeah. There you go, Mr. Make It Happen. Then you got the trainer. 
Uh, who else? Barber, who the barber, Quan, the photographer. Quan, the photographer. So we got an Asian in the crew. Yeah. Yeah. He's the photographer. We ain't racist, but yeah, he's the photographer. What is the docuseries covering? The uh irresponsible tour. Got you, got and you. We got did hundred and seventy-five dates. Wow. Damn. Yeah, and you know, it's it's kind of based on like, you know, the scandal with Kev. It's like him recovering from the scandal and and you know, seeing how he's able to still continue with his career after everything. Was that really a scandal though? Yeah. Like, when you yeah. look at the real when you look at R. Kelly, and you right. look at uh, Cosby. Justice Smollett. Just, yeah, yeah. But for him, really for no himself and his personal life, that was a scandal for him. Yeah, he just caught cheating. I'm, I'm being honest with you. I was, hey, on the tour, I was the same way. Shot. I'm like, man, ain't nothing. You good. That's going to blow me. All right. You're straight. Yeah, everybody right. everybody, everybody nah. like, yo. You ain't got to go home. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, listen, you know, I felt like his fans was going to stay the same. He's going to sell mm-hmm. the same amount of tickets because people want to hear him talk about this. Right. And he got to take it seriously, though. Like, he had to yeah, because that's yeah, his relationship. Yeah, he had relationship. to put out that bullshit. You can't be like, crying. it's nothing. <laughs> he had to fake <laughs> cry. You know, we had a meeting for that. We had a meeting for that. Don't post, don't post that shit. I told him not to post it, but he's still there. Now you better stop cracking. Y'all had a meeting about it? What was the meeting like? What was the meeting? What was the meeting? He's like, oh, man, I got to post. I know. It's about to drop. I got to get out there before, you know, it all hit the way. I said, man, I wouldn't do none of that. But, you know, he's real big on the internet, so it's different for him. Yeah, he had to say, we not... We ain't been like big that. Yeah. I'm not a big guy. He had to say guy. something. Do you guys learn from other guys' mistakes? Or no. Do guys... I still don't believe that was Kevin on that tape. <laughs> I, don't I don't think that was Kevin. I don't think it was Kevin. I don't think it was Kevin. They both said no so Whoever fast. Whoever was on that tape, they <laughs> yeah. was getting it in. And I said, God damn. <laughs> 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 so you watched the tape. Oh, yeah, I watched it. I watched it. I called Charlemagne trying to give him a, head up, a heads up early in the morning. I'm like, Charlemagne, just so you know, mm-hmm. there's a tape. Just stay low. <laughs> Cause you how know your girl, affect- you know your wives get mad at every. Yeah, yeah. yeah how does that affect at home for you guys when something like that happens? You're like, oh, you be with him though. Oh uh, yeah, I, I wasn't there that weekend. I was yeah, like, that's I what I told the wife. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what's wrong. So I told the wife, I said, hey, I wasn't there, baby. <laughs> I, told, I was here with you. Stop. I told him to stop. I don't know what <laughs> I told him to stop. <laughs> Black men don't cheat, man. Right, no. right. He just okay. got quiet. Why are you got so quiet? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say something after that. Like, I was waiting for more amen. 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 Yes. Yes. Amen. Yes, sir. Well, you guys have so many things to talk about because it does seem like real life is funnier than anything could ever be, right? Looking at everything with Jussie's Smollett happening. Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of Jussie, you know, you know he uh he having nightmares about the attack, right? Yeah, I heard I about saw it. That. Yeah. Said it. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on. He said he yeah. having nightmares. Come on, man. About what? About the attack. That should be a That's dream. A it shouldn't be a nightmare because. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't he, he, he probably having nightmares of the fact that he under, he sees how it, it bit him back in his ass. Oh uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Is that a play on words? Definitely, <laughs> definitely a play on words with bit him in the ass. Definitely bit him in the ass. Now, didn't you say Lee Daniels tried to highlight Spank? Nah, nah, I ain't say that. <laughs> This is why you can't say, say nothing behind yeah, the scenes. Man, we're trying to get some roles. Damn. We <laughs> nah. still going to hire you? It makes sense. He might hire Spank. Your name is Spank. I don't know what y'all talking about, man. What you mean trying to holler like smack you on the ass? I don't know what y'all talking about. I love Lee Daniel, man. Nah, nah. Tell them what really happened. I don't know what they talking about, man. What happened, Spank? Show me why they call you Spank. Actually, I introduced myself as Will. So my name is Will. It's nice to meet you. Will what? Will Will, 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 Will Horton. <laughs> nice to meet you, sir. And I kept it moving. That's all. What are you willing to do? <laughs> <laughs> what are you willing to do? Come on, man. Yeah, so we got.
got the special we shooting on Sunday over at the Gramercy Theater. I want y'all to come Now you tell us the story rapping, Dave. Nah, he was like, uh, he was like, so what's up with the tall one? What's up with the tall one? I said, ooh. You know, get out of here, spanky. man. Spanky. <laughs> These are all lies. These are all lies. <laughs> I was like, nah, you cool. You cool. Oh, you cool. You all cool. I said, go, go talk to me real cool, man. <laughs> Regardless, it's, it's flattering, right? Huh? It's flattering. Uh, no. Why not, man? It's not flattering, That's man. the original Big Daddy. <laughs> Come on, man. So our special, right? We shoot on Sunday at the Gramercy Theater. We need all New York to come out support us, man. We need our own fan base to come out. You know I'm so? coming to New York. So, so this is the coming? Netflix special I'll, y'all I'll shooting? I'll definitely be there. Well, we hope that yeah. it's a Netflix special. All right, we got more with the Plastic Cup Boys, Spank and Naeem. When we come back, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Y'all, the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with the Plastic Cup Boys. Spank and Naeem are here. Charlamagne? Spank, you was at the Rock Nation brunch. Was your name on the list or was you a plus one? No, I was somebody plus one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Hart plus two. <laughs> Kevin said, hey, you trying to ride? Yes, sir. We out. <laughs> I definitely hit Lenny S, though. Shout out to Lenny S. Just went to his birthday party a couple weeks ago in L.A., too. But oh, yeah. I hit him up. He said, Spank, you can't call me the last minute. You got to do this like three months in advance. I said, oh, I ain't, you know, I just heard Rock Nation brunch. I want to be there, you know? And he said, go with Kevin. Yeah, he said, hey, man, Kevin getting three tickets. Go with Kevin. I said, all right, cool. Now, he ain't impressed with none of that. I ain't get invited. <laughs> but now that it's fake, he actually asked yeah. Kevin. You know what I'm saying? Come on now. He, he, don't, he don't want to ask. He fine. Everybody I should ask him. That's how you well, feel. I, I didn't really know nothing about it until I seen the pictures. Then I seen that I was mad as hell. <laughs> you like, what the hell is Spank doing right. here? Spank all mad. in the toast? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I definitely got a lot of love just off of Rock Nation brunch and I did on stand-up. I said, God damn, I'm getting all this love from just being at a brunch. They said, yo, you big time now. All right, I hope. See, that's the problem with what y'all do. Like, y'all are very gifted comedians, right? Y'all put in the work. Mm-hmm. But then it be them little stupid-ass Instagram <laughs> moments for 15 seconds that get you all the attention. Yep. But y'all busting y'all ass writing these great jokes. 18 years for me. Damn. 18 I got, years. I got 21. They used to tell me stories about you, Naeem, in college that you used to have roasting, like, battle all day long. Where It would get to the point where it wouldn't stop until somebody cried. <laughs> it was me a couple times. <laughs> That's what I said. I wasn't going to say that. What did you say? <laughs> 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 a couple times. Yeah. No, no, the roast matches. I met, I met Naeem in college at Temple. Yep. Temple oh, y'all went to school together? Uh, who okay, made who no cry? More. Uh, nah, this nah, this dude used to mess with me about my my skin. He he got to me one time. I What's wrong with your skin? You started crying? Nah, not start. I ain't start crying, but I wanted to fight. You got a little teary out. I was like, you gonna cry when you get in the car. That's enough. <laughs> <laughs> That's enough. Oh, the voice changed. You got the voice changed. What's wrong with your skin, Naeem? Nah, I had acne real bad. Oh, <laughs> gotcha, 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 gotcha. Yeah. Was... So what did he say to you? What was the joke yeah, that man, broke you? He called me Bump Master Flag. He had no. I was like, where do he get all these from? He had a million of them. <laughs> and he had dreads, too. Nah, I had the dreads. Yeah. Oh, so you was woke, Naeem. You was woke. I just didn't care for a while. And my hair got long. You go, when you going through that depression with the bad skin, you just don't get haircuts no more. You just like, and then it got long, and then that was it. But you still a Cowboys fan? Hell yeah. I don't mess with him no more. No, Naeem. Nah. Ain't no such thing. Nah, he's woke. Jerry Jones, man. When Jerry Jones said, he said, I'm going to discipline anybody that, that uh, protests the flag or the uh, national anthem. Yeah. I'm like, I can't, I can't get him no money no more. Mm. 
I'm gonna be honest with you, I didn't even see that when Jerry said it. <laughs> yeah, we talked about it a few times. We talked about it a few times. We made a topic about it, everything. I don't remember none of that. I didn't remember. I used to go to a Cowboys game at least one game every year. I'm so like, who are you leaning toward now? I don't have a team. I was like, yo, I'm in. Who's you for a Super Bowl? Well, uh, the Patriots. Yeah, yeah, I like Tom. Tom Brady, my favorite player. Meanwhile, Tom Brady got a MAGA hat in his goddamn locker room. <laughs> Bill Belichick is, is Donald Trump man. Mm-hmm. But you getting rid of your Cowboys, <laughs> Naeem? Come on now. This make no sense. It don't. <laughs> it don't when you put it that way. <laughs> On the docuseries, are you guys getting into your personal lives, too? Yeah, yeah. That, that's what's dope about it. They get they come see our families, our, our mm-hmm. homes, all of that stuff, everything that we got going on. And uh, I think they they put most of the time on, like, me, Spank, Joey, and Kev. The other guys, they probably got just a little bit. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a good look for I us. I hope they edit out me about to cry. Why you about to cry? I went to my old uh, elementary school. Oof. I just, like, felt it. Like, wow, mm-hmm. that's where I came from. And saw the little kids and stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I got a little, uh, you, What's wrong with uh, guys crying? Naeem that? cried. You nah, cried. What's wrong I, with that? Nah, I, did, I almost cried. <laughs> <laughs> nothing wrong with being vulnerable, No, nothing wrong with crying. Nothing yeah. wrong with crying. But, but, why, but why did that Alone. make you sad, though? Huh? Why did that make you sad? Oh, it made me feel it's good. Emotional. I was What's emotional. I was emotional. You like, can cry. I'm just trying to understand. It's the elementary school. I went to see my old house. Then I walk to the school. Out of elementary. <laughs> <laughs> so you say I should have went to my college and college? Look how far I came. At least high school. At least high school. Who's playing at the elementary? It's elementary, man. This is where I had free lunch. I had free lunch in this cafeteria right here, man. Nuggets was good, man. Forget you, man. You caught me crying on the plane. I did, and he was crying. I was crying. I was watching Creed. Mm-hmm. Hold on, tell me about Creed. Which one? One or two. Oh, now you're not with me. Hold on, Creed. First one? No, because yeah. I watched Creed. I'm trying to think what part. Yeah, first one. It was, you know, he, he made it. He was fighting. He was winning. It made me feel good. He cried know? tears of joy when Michael B. Jordan took his shirt off. That's oh, what he was like. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but Emmy wasn't just crying. He was like. He was balling. <laughs> yeah, his whole face was red. His eyes were red. I cried this week. I didn't know what happened. I cried on two movies. I cried on School of Rock. School of Rock? Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why I was balling. <laughs> At what part? What part, yeah. <laughs> Somewhere around the end, I don't know. Was this when you got acne? Nah. <laughs> oh, that was, that, was, that was pretty good time to know. But nah, <laughs> I cried on that, and I cried on the help. Remember the help? I did cry on the help, too. Remember, I did. Remember the part where uh, they, when they she got back to the house and all the uh, maids was like, okay, we're going to rock with you? I was like, oh. I, <laughs> I did cry I during the help. Y'all ain't cry when Ricky got shot in Boys in the Hood? Nah. nah I ain't cry that. Y'all ain't cry when Mufasa died in Lion King? Nah. I never seen Lion King. Me neither. All, all color purple. Thank you. I never seen Lion King either, and they make fun of me all the time. I, I saw Lion King. That's King. why you're so it. angry, Naeem. I have seen Lion King. I got to see Lion King. Lion King was good, though. I ain't cry. It was good. How'd you get rid of your acting? What movie Keep going back to that. No, I just want to know how you got rid of it because it is something that people struggle with. Maybe you got to do a proactive deal. I wanted to put out a pamphlet to help people. Right, so let's help people. You put dry toothpaste on your face. Nah, nah, nah. You're about to make them cry. What happened was I start. I had to use a bunch of different products. I started using this black soap. This is the number one thing when you have acne, because usually people get acne and they get it out of nowhere. You know, mm-hmm. do not touch your face. Right. Do not pick at your face because it scars and it just makes it worse. So even now, like my face itch, I hit it with the back of the hand, you know. <laughs> 
It's, just, it's a habit now. Just in case. You had to use white washcloths because the, the uh, dye from color washcloths can irritate it. It was a lot of stuff. I just used it, my hands in a circular so, motion. That's why you had that dark <laughs> on your face. No, no. The, the dermatologist gave me the, the, the soap, yeah. then the exfoliating Dude, I love yeah, the beauty system, y'all. Yeah, yeah, Clinique. I use Clinique. And Clinique? I, yeah, I use Clinique. Clinique? <laughs> 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 you never went to a dermatologist or nothing, Naeem? Yeah, I had eczema at the same time. So. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that funny? I don't Listen, like y'all laughing. I'm about to, they that's gave why they had him crying, man. They gave yeah, me medicine for one and make the other thing worse because eczema <laughs> medicine is, like, greasy mm -hmm. and the acne medicine is dry, so right. I, was, I was just all messed up. <laughs> And I wasn't getting no skin, so you was getting you know. no girls. That's college. what they tell you when you got bumped. They yeah, say you, you ain't get no yeah. yeah, you gotta ejaculate. All right, don't move. We got more with the Plastic Cup Boys when we come back. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with the Plastic Cup Boys. Spank and Naima here, Charlemagne. So in Temple, you wasn't getting no skins? Not my, probably like my fifth or sixth year. <laughs> fifth or sixth year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got a story, but I ain't going to put that out there. What's now. the story? He <laughs> put you out there. <laughs> What's the story? Now I fell in love with a jump off. Really? <laughs> wow. I liked her a lot. I wasn't in love with her. Now I was trying to cook for this. I was cooking for this girl. Turned out she was eating ass. <laughs> she was eating Spanx ass? No, 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 no I want mine. The I want basketball mine. team. No. The whole basketball team? At least seven. <laughs> God damn. damn. So she likes to in. eat everything. Your food. Right. <laughs> 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 basketball Was it that bad in college? Look, man, we in 2019. <laughs> Why are we talking about the what 90s? Were you you, you <laughs> ordered up, Nike. <laughs> you just took it back. You You bought it up. When y'all do the docuseries, do y'all cover a lot of these uh, scandals that happened over the past year? Like, do you cover, like, when uh, Kev was getting into it with Cat? Yeah, we talked about it. Did we? Mm, I think we did. Mm -hmm. Did we? I don't know. Uh, I know Because you know, y'all like his counsel. Yeah. I go in on Twitter on all them Whoever come at him. So. You all were happy when him and Michael Blackson squashed it, though, because they were friends for real. Yeah, they were. Then uh, Mike was pissing me off. He was mm -hmm. pissing me off because I'm, I'm friends with Mike, and I kept telling him, like, yo, leave that alone. You know, you kind of, you beating a dead horse. And then Mike said something about him, and then when Kev responded, he responded on here, and he called uh, Mike uh, IG thought or something. <laughs> <laughs> and then he got mad. He yeah, gonna he call Cap Sensitive. Like, yo, when you coming at somebody, there's no, you know, you can come back however you want. Yeah, and then Mike's whole thing for being mad was, he's like, he don't follow me on Instagram. <laughs> he changed his number. Yeah, I mean, Cap changed his number every he six months. All the time. And go. then uh, he said it was a party in Miami that, that Mike was supposed to co-host. It was a birthday party. And he said that Kev got him off the party. Kev didn't even know nothing about it. It was Wayne. That kicked Mike off the party. Uh, the executive, <laughs> the executive Wayne. Why did Wayne kick Why Mike kick him off the party? Executive because decision. he said we don't need no calls. Kevin host the party by himself. That's, I mean, that's true. true. Why would Kevin have a co-host for a party? Because Kevin got to look out for people. I think it was his birthday, but it he wasn't setting it up. Kevin didn't know nothing about it. Wayne did all of that. Yeah. yeah. How did y'all react with the Oscars thing? I told him I was mad he quit. Mm -hmm. Really make a statement. Yeah, Kev is so good at addressing social, well, mm -hmm. addressing any issue. Yeah, you know he can, he could, he had the opportunity to make people feel differently about things through his comedy, and he chose not to do it. I was like, you should. He said he didn't want every interview, everything to be about that, so he decided to. But nothing. And it still ended up being about it. Right, right. <laughs> he also, my bad. He also right. didn't have enough time to prepare a routine. for A routine it. for yeah. But yeah, I sat down with. Uh, Lee Daniels. He had a long talk, and he got a better perspective of it. Because I even think about Why it. Why do you sit down with Lee? 
Huh? Oh, for the yeah, LGBT for the thing. LGBT. Yeah, 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 So yeah, he got yeah. a better perspective of it. Because, you know, at first we all like, huh? And then Kev broke it down to us. I was like, ah, yeah, it didn't make sense. And he was talking to y'all, making those jokes with y'all, right? Hmm? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, on Twitter. Yeah, yeah so that was, yeah, it was so it long ago. Like 2010. And, and the things he was saying were, were not directed towards gay people. That's the way the culture was 10 years ago. That right, right. We used right, to use that right. lingo. You ever be about to post something and then be like, mm, maybe I shouldn't? Uh, I'm trying to go back to my old tweets and delete everything. Oh, I've been doing that. <laughs> oh, you been, been doing that? I've been doing that. Yeah, you got this. <laughs> oh, you start getting that book just money, so let me get on that. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't like the man I was, man. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like the man I was. Oh, man. <laughs> Twitter gets you in trouble, man. What? One time I texted him, I said, yo, they going in on you on Twitter. He said, about what? I told him the whole, uh, the R. Kelly, because he was in the documentary. He said, ah, man, I don't care about that. I said, this is you still supporting R? They come out with a new album, mm-hmm. you gonna buy it? Nah, I, you know what's crazy? I've never been a big R. Kelly fan like that. Nah. And I was one of the people mm-hmm. that saw the tape back in the day in the barbershop, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so it's too. like, I've been to a type of time R. Kelly was on. I've been speaking out against R. Kelly. And he's been hiding in plain sight, whether it was age ain't nothing but a number for Aaliyah or mm-hmm. calling himself the Pied Piper. Yeah. Like, I've been seeing what it was. So hey, I've never been a big R. Kelly guy He got like a that. crazy line. I, I interviewed uh, Raheem Devon before, right? And he was... And Y'all his, looking like you know. Hey, we got the same eyes. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you're hiding them? <laughs> yeah. So he did a... He, you know, he did the song Customer. Mm-hmm. And then R. Kelly did a remix on his own and put a verse on there. So it was right after he got off his case. He beat the case in 2008. He did this remix and he said, Ladies, if you thirsty... I got that good, good lemonade. And shawty, it's the Thursday. I got some good, good lemonade. Lord have Whoa. mercy. See what I'm saying? Whoa. <laughs> he, he know what he's doing. Yeah. But what about what we? What about Dr. Dre now with Dee Barnes having done her interview on Wendy Williams and bringing up things that I didn't know all the details of yeah, what I happened I with I Dr. Dre. I still ain't hear all the details, I but I didn't hear anything about that. What happened? Oh, uh, yeah, I definitely heard nah, about that. Nah, they talked about that <laughs> numerous times. Yeah. And I mean... Dre's apologized for mm-hmm. it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Well, like, I've seen the Michelle A movie. You talking about like this. Michelle A movie was yeah. horrible. Yeah. Like, and, and that's when the D-Bone stuff kind of came back. Right. So it's just like, I don't know, man. We pick and choose and we have like selective morality depending on how much we like a person. Right. Like, you know? Yeah. Uh, this, this like, is you're why... not a Cowboys fan anymore, but do you, you don't listen you to You like Kelly. the Patriots. <laughs> you go for the Cowboys. Nah, I don't thing, like bro. the Patriots. I like Tom Brady, but nah, you're right. I don't like him no more. I don't like this is the, the thing right now. I don't like that everybody's trying to compare to other people, like the Elvis stuff. Like, well, Elvis had a young wife and all that stuff. Listen, all of that is wrong. Or, and, and then um Harvey Weinstein and all that stuff. All of this stuff is wrong, but we should not get a pass. You don't say, well, if this person go to jail, then that person got to go to jail. Or they shouldn't go to jail if this person don't go to jail. Mm-hmm. It's still a bad thing. For me, I'm black. I always feel like we got to hold ourselves to a higher standard. I'm not worried about what somebody else is doing. We got to do what we supposed to do. Uh, nah, F that. They going to crush our history. We got to crush you their gotta history. You got to crush theirs. Yeah. I'm, no, I'm, 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 like, I'm with that. But I'm don't excuse that. what happened. I'm, I'm, if it's, not, wrong, it's wrong, it's wrong. Yeah. No but matter who did it, it. And let's get that right. Elvis documentary It's like they're too. trying to crush ours more right. than they right. are trying to crush theirs. Absolutely. That's why I'm like, but, People should not be saying if this person don't go, then this person shouldn't go. 
I, I don't like when they do the false equivalencies. Like when they say Cardi talked about drugging and robbing people. Mm. And why she not in jail when Bill Cosby was drugging people? I'm like, Bill's in jail for drugging and raping. And raping, right. right. right? Was... Don't forget the raping part. Yeah, I got got before. <laughs> by what you mean? You did? Yeah, I got got. She got me for a uh, Gucci watch. <laughs> well, she, $80. Was, she drugged you? I don't think she drugged me. I just slept hard after the, uh, you know, <laughs> the experience. <laughs> she took, and she took your watch? Took my watch and $80. I said, God, you see again? No, I didn't say again. No, you know, I went to sleep. It was in the hotel room. I went to sleep. I ain't used the safe. I realized that's Would you recognize for. her if you saw her again? Nah, this was a long time ago. This was way, way, way back in the day. But there you go. Now yeah. you had the right disclaimer. Way back in the day. 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 Way back Series drop. That's what I say. I'm thinking this special just dropped what April? Hopefully right. in the next Some, couple months. Yeah. So this deal is definitely happening. It's done, right? The, the docu series is for sure. Yeah. Okay. The special <laughs> is for sure. We just don't know what network yet. Oh, so y'all out here promoting y'all shows this weekend? Yeah, shows this weekend. Oh, yeah. okay. I thought y'all was here to promote the documentary. Y'all got oh. show, the Gramercy nah, this weekend. We yeah, we don't got to promote that documentary. <laughs> Kev is on that. That's yeah, Kev on that. That's going to sell. We yeah. got to promote our show right. on Sunday, the 28th at the Gramercy Theater. You in D.C. tomorrow. Philly Saturday. Philly Saturday. S- Philly Saturday in New York on Sunday. New York okay. on Sunday. Oh, y'all getting money, money. Nah, 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 nah. I'm broke. Y'all pay your taxes? He money. His glasses. What? What? <laughs> y'all pay your taxes? Yeah, I pay my taxes. Okay. Now you pay your taxes? I got an extension. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. We got the Plastic Cup, boys. We appreciate you guys for joining us. Yes, sir. Yeah, Spank and Naeem. Always. It's the yeah. Breakfast Club. Good morning. Man. Hey, morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. What's happening? We in here. Friday, it's, baby. It's still cold, freezing in the studio where we work. Happy hands of, are like icicles. Happy Avengers Endgame Day. I saw it last night, though. How was it? I thought it was really good. Was it excellent? It was excellent. I just don't know how excellent yet. I'm, I'm, I'm still have a lot of mixed emotions. I have a lot of, you know, different feelings. On a scale know? from one to Wakanda, Black Panther. Which one? How, how was it? What? Was it better than Black Panther? <laughs> yes. He's the only one he's seen. Can we get Tom, to rumors, please? Times a hundred. No, I don't know. All right, well, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Kanye. Listen up. It's just in. All the guys. The rumor report. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. Well, it looks like Kanye wants to start his own church now after he did a Sunday service at Coachella. According to People Magazine, he's looking to make his spiritual path a permanent one. They're saying that he wants to start his own church, and that's because of an increased passion surrounding his faith, and he wants to share that faith with other people. He wants his kids to be raised in faith, and the best way to do that is to live out his own faith. I don't think so. I mean, I think that you can, you know, uh, have faith, and you can worship, and you can give glory to God without actually building a church. Well, he wants to do it. You're not a pastor. Can you just build a church? Why can't you? I don't think you can. Can you just build a church? No, I think that's just like saying you want to be a lawyer. I don't think you can do that. I think that you have, I think it's a process to be well, in the ministry. Well, how did Mace do it? He went and became a minister. So maybe it's he's a process. Do that too. Well, you got to say that. It's a process. You got to become a minister first. <laughs> yeah, I don't right? think, I don't think, he, is he going to be a pastor or is he just going to do yeah, that? Yeah, he's going to maybe, maybe just he'll just singing Sunday be service. there and he'll have pastors working. Yeah, yeah, if he's doing that, if he's building a church and, you know, he's going to have actual pastors running it, cool. That's what it seems like. I don't think he's going to be doing a service every Would you go to Kanye's church? Uh, church. Yeah, I would. 
I would go to the church. I, would, I want to check out Sunday service. You know what I mean? I just think it's inspirational music, positive music, gives you that good feeling. I you would, can go I to would... church otherwise, too, without Kanye. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Matthew Knowles, he's talking about this Destiny's Child musical that he's doing, right? The first thing I thought when I heard about it was, are the ladies involved? Well, he said, <laughs> we have directly and indirectly spoken to... Not only Beyonce, Kelly Rowland, and Michelle or their representatives, but also some of the former members of the group. We've given them the opportunity to be as much as involved as they would like or have as little involvement as they would like. So that's going to be Survivor, the Destiny's Child musical. Would you go to that? Mm, I don't know. You know, that's one of my, my, I wouldn't say biggest fear, but that's a fear of mine. I don't know how Beyonce is with her dad, but one of my fears is that my daughters or my kids just kind of, don't F, you? Don't F with me anymore. I thought you was about to say one of your fears is I go support Matthew Knowles and Beyonce <laughs> like, gets mad at me. I'm like, man, what? what? Are you nah. About? <laughs> you did. So one of my biggest fears is like your kids don't really F with you like that. Like, you know well, what I mean? Well, don't do anything crazy. What's that got to do with you going to see the play? <laughs> That's nothing to do with going to see the play. <laughs> That's crazy. I just, I just think she asked you one simple question and you start being dysfunctional daddy over there. Madison's Mad, like, God. if my dad goes see the play, I'm Jesus not messing Christ. with him anymore. Exactly. I'm just thinking about that. Like, could you imagine me doing an interview about my daughter that's doing a play? Bro, what are you talking about right now? Well, Matthew Knowles said the production is still in its early stages. The script is not finished yet, but he doesn't expect to get a lot of pushback from the ladies. From Madison, the you're on your way to school. I love you. He said the play is all from his perspective, not their perspective. The girls are very young when they got into this business, so a lot of this they don't really, un- they didn't really understand so, at the time. So it's a bio play of sorts. It's about Destiny's Child. Yeah, it's about their um, come up. Yeah, come up right, from yeah, his I, point of view. I would go see that. I didn't know what I didn't know what it was. It was like a Bet Destiny's Child music. I'm like, huh? Well, he said uh, Solange wasn't getting the attention <clears throat> because Destiny's Child was kind of consuming the family. So the musical takes you through the ups and downs of a family as well as Destiny's Child's ups and downs. Oh yeah, yeah, I would I would definitely check that out. I just want to tell my kids I love them again if they're listening. Oh, God. <laughs> I love them to death. Tell us about your fears. Nah, I'm well, just this, telling you. <laughs> let's hope you don't have this fear. Cops have been called to Tyreek Hill's home after release of these tapes. Now Tyreek Hill. Um, plays for the Kansas City Chiefs, but they have suspended him from all team activities right now, and that's because of these tapes that were released. They were recorded by his fiance, Crystal, as an insurance policy, and then passed on to a friend who gave it to KCTV in Kansas City. They say they believe this recording was made in early March, and as previously reported, uh, they were the subjects of a child abuse investigation, which involved their three-year-old. There were reports that he had a, suffered from a broken arm, and here's what happened on those audio tapes. He is terrified of you, and you say that he respects you, but it's not—it's not, it's not respect. Me. It's terrified. He is terrified of you. You need to be terrified of me too. What? Well. Yeah, he told his fiance, "You need to be terrified of me too." Listen to no. what else she had to say about this. You son need to being be terrified of me too. Scared of him. <laughs> right. We're yeah. getting into it, and he said, "Daddy, you're me." So we walked up the stairs. Right. You and said, say, come, back. "Come back down here." Right. And then he started crying, and then you were like, "Stop! Shut, shut up! Shut up! Stop crying!" Right. Stop, stop crying! Stop crying! Right. And then he kept crying because he was scared. He's terrified, and what you grabbed That's onto scary. him somehow, or he fell. One of the two. I didn't do nothing. Then why does he say daddy did it? Why? He says daddy does a lot of things. Like what? A three-year-old's not going to lie about what happened to his arm. Why would you want your woman to fear you? Like, like, I fear losing my woman, but the only reason she would leave if I was on the phone telling her she needed to be terrified of me. Well, here's you know the, the last piece of this recording That's where crazy. she talks about him punching their son in the chest. And now somehow this investigation got brought back up, and you're about to lose your... 
So now I really want you to sit and think about it because I rode for you against nah. that detective and the CPS people and they said time and time again that literally kept saying daddy punches me, which you do when he starts crying. What do you do? You make him open up his arms and you punch him in the chest. No. And then if he gets in trouble, you get the belt out. How old is, how old is this Three. Oh my goodness. Mm. All right, so right now, like I said, he has been barred indefinitely from all team activities. Now, the general manager said we were deeply disturbed by what we heard on the recorded conversation. We mm. were deeply concerned. Now, obviously, we have great concern for Crystal. We are greatly concerned for Tyreek, but our main focus, our main concern is with the young child. Uh, and keep in mind, Tyreek is the fastest man in the NFL, if I'm not mistaken. I think his nickname is Cheetah or something like that. Mm -hmm. uh, he's still going to get a big contract somewhere. Yeah, he's only 25 years old. He's one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. That's, where, that's the way the NFL works, baby. All right. Well, I'm Angela oh, Yee, goodness. and that is your rumor report. All right. All right. Charlemagne. Yes, sir. Who are you giving that donkey to? Uh, it's this couple in the U.K. that is not appreciating their blessings on this fine Friday, and we need them to come to the front of the congregation. We'd like to have a word with them, please. All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Charlemagne, say the gang donkey of the Charlemagne. You are a donkey. <laughs> it's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day does not discriminate. I might not have the song of the day, but I got the donkey of the day. So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey, man, <laughs> hit me with the heat. Yeah, it's a breakfast club, bitches. Who's Donkey of the Day today? Well, Ed Sharon, uh, these people are from your town, okay? Donkey of the Day for Friday, April 26th goes to a couple from the UK that is fighting a Connecticut fertility clinic in court after they say the facility gave them the wrong embryo and they wound up giving birth to a baby of another race. I really hate when people don't appreciate their blessings. Okay, nothing pisses me off more than people who don't appreciate the opportunities that God has given them. Okay, see this couple from the UK, they're suing this Connecticut fertility clinic and a brother by the name of Dr. Melvin Thornton, drop on the clues bombs for Melvin Thornton. Okay. They're claiming the shocking mix-up has left them with haunting uncertainties regarding their second-born son. Now, according to the New York Daily News, this couple visited the clinic in 2015 because they were struggling to conceive and froze embryos using the husband's sperm and eggs from a donor they specifically chose. So they customized their child. Nothing wrong with that. If you can build a baby, you should be able to build a baby, okay? I don't see the problem. Well, the wife, by the grace of God, uh, the woman eventually became pregnant with the couple's second child. But the young lad didn't resemble his older brother whatsoever and had much darker skin pigmentation than either the father genetic mother are their first son aka this white couple had a black little baby black, 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 black little baby now i don't know what the return policy is on babies but this couple wasn't pleased with this little black blessing all right uh, they did a dna test and the results showed that their youngest child is not biologically related to the dad now i know what you're thinking this woman had a black bay on the side. She was getting those little Debbie Vanilla Christmas tree cakes smashed to smithereens by some Anthony Joshua-looking brother in the UK. But no, that's not the case. All right? This fertility clinic in Connecticut simply gave them the wrong order. This happens every day at fast food restaurants around the country that aren't Chick-fil-A. Okay? Because those angels walking amongst, amongst us uh, called Chick-fil-A employees would never. But now this couple is suing because they say they live a constant nagging and debilitating fear that this mystery sperm donor will realize what happened and come claim custody of their black little baby. Jesus Christ. Black, 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 black little baby. God damn it, drum.
Uh, understandable. But what I don't understand is this couple saying that this situation has left the family vulnerable to ignorant and cruel harassment from judgmental strangers, okay? They are barraged daily with questions and suspicions regarding who the child's real father is and whether or not the mother had an affair with a dark knight. Now, I understand all their claims, but I'm still giving this couple donkey of the day simply because this couple is not appreciating their blessings. All right, Joel Osteen once said, one of the main reasons that we lose our enthusiasm in life is because we, we, is because we become ungrateful Okay, we let what was once a miracle become common to us. Okay, you are letting this miracle seem common to you. Okay, we get so accustomed to God's goodness, it becomes a routine. All right, this couple is so privileged that they don't even understand that God gave them better than what they ordered. All right, God gave them more than they can handle. Have you ever checked into a hotel? And the hotel decides to give you a free upgrade, okay? You ever had a one-bedroom, and then they tell you, hey, we're going to put you in a suite? Yeah, I see this happen to you all the time. You check in at the airport on the airline, and then all of a sudden, you get a free upgrade to first class. Yes. See how, see how you smiled? See how, see, how, see how that smile just came across her face? That's because I'm a Diamond Medallion member. But either way, it's still a free upgrade, and you don't <laughs> complain about those upgrades, okay? Do you complain that you were blessed with something better than what you ordered? That is my issue with this couple from the U.K. You get the opportunity to raise a little king, okay? If I had to rewrite the blind side, this is how I would rewrite it, all right? Why raise Ant-Man when you can raise a Black Panther? Nothing wrong with Ant-Man. Great character. He came through in Endgame, but he's not the king of Wakanda, Okay, you shouldn't be suing the hospital. You should be saying thank you. Gratitude should be your attitude. All right, in the words of the good brother Wale, black is beautiful, black is gold. Okay, listen, couple in the UK, learn to appreciate what you have before time makes you appreciate what you had. All right, you got the potential to raise the Prince of Zamunda. Appreciate that black little baby. Black, 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 black little baby. Give that ungrateful guy and gal in the UK the biggest hee-haw, please. Uh-huh. Only problem is people keep coming up to them and saying, "Did your wife cheat on you?" I mean, that would look a little, it would look a little strange. First of all, ain't nobody walking up to people just saying that. That's just them exaggerating. Well, their for the family court. and friends probably think that it's adoption. It could be adopted. That's what they want. Is they, you know what we wanted a black baby. We did this on purpose. Oh, all right. Everybody wants a black little baby. They were all in white people that be adopting these black little babies that all throughout true. the country. All these black widow babies. Serious. <laughs> all these celebrities yeah. have been doing this for years, man. Come on now. Appreciate yeah. your blessing. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey today. Up next, we have actor Michael Ealy joining us this morning. Yes. Age little baby. I saw Michael Ealy was at our our spot at Negril in Brooklyn. Oh yeah. By the way, he ate there yesterday. Yes. Okay. I all saw right. they posted a picture of Michael Ealy at Negril. In these Brooklyn streets. All right, we'll kick it with him next, so don't move. It's That's the a Jamaican restaurant, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. What's in it? Michael Ely is the complexion of a plant. Why are you hating on Shut his up. complexion? That's colorism, man. What is wrong with you? Just talking. Just can't, just blacks just can't unite as one. <laughs> Why does it have to be light skin, dog skin? Shut up, beige boy. See? It's the Breakfast Club. It's Good terrible. morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Yes, sir. Michael Ely. Welcome. What's up, y'all? Been a minute. Got a new flick, The Intruder, coming out? Yeah. yeah, I went to see Little this weekend, and I saw the trailer for The Intruder at the beginning. I feel like they showed me the whole movie, man. Oh, really? Yes, yeah, in the trailer. No. Uh-uh. There better be a plot twist. There is. Okay. There is. Mm-hmm. There definitely is. There this is. was This movie had a different title at first, right? Yeah, it was originally called uh, Motivated Seller, uh, and uh, 
You that know. doesn't sound so threatening. It doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> no, it no. didn't it work. Sounds like a flip my house type. Yeah, it sounds like a real aggressive real estate agent. That is an independent film. It is. It is an independent film. Robert Smith, uh, billionaire, billionaire, black man, black man, four point two billion. But see, there you go. Gee, Charlemagne, there you go. Bird. My guy yeah. Dion. Yeah, you know, right. oh, you know Dion. My people. Right, there we go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he uh, he financed this film. It's one hundred percent independent. Sony picked it up uh, last year, and you know, it's it's. I mean, we're just feeling really good about this one. When you when you say when people usually say independent, they don't really think about this because when I first heard independent, I'm thinking. A bunch of movies, iPhone type movies out there. That's what people think when they assume independent. Not as this is. There's nothing independent about this film. It seems like no money was wasted, no money was spared. This seems like a full production. You're basically saying it looks film. like a. It looks like the white man did it. It's, it's done well. I said nobody's trying to say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's done very well. It was. It was done very well. I mean, you know, look, the, the budget was was not. You know, I mean, barbershop cost more. Mm-hmm. Uh, about last night cost more. Think like a man cost more. Like ah. it's it's you know it, it was done at a budget, and when you have an independent, everybody's there because they want to be. Right. Mm-hmm. Everybody read in. the script and was like, mm-hmm. "I love the script." Yeah. Everybody was this. like, "I want I want to be here." You know what? Also, now that you mentioned that it's independent, I think about also you guys shot mostly in the house, like a lot of that. Oh my God! Yeah. So I'm sure that also helps. Oh, I hated that house. With the cost, too. Yeah, that that definitely helps one one major location. Mm -hmm. I think we spent like uh, five, six weeks shooting this film. And we spent literally five and like two days in that house. Mm -hmm. And it was like from day one in that house. It's beautiful house. Oh, Joe, it's great. It wasn't. <laughs> Except for that wallpaper. It, is, it, it is, was kind of like, old. The house is kind of old. It I is. Like the you know what I mean? And there's like a swamp in the front yard. And like <laughs> mosquitoes and stuff. Vancouver, actually. Oh, Vancouver. It so being Vancouver. that it was a, a small budget, did y'all have to stay in the house instead of hotels? <laughs> <laughs> Fortunately, I've been on those movies. Okay. It, it, wasn't, it wasn't that movie. It was We actually had a hotel room, you know, about 10 minutes away. From Got there. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's give some of the plot that we can give for okay. people that want to go see the movie because we got a little screener, but we didn't get it till this morning. And I want to tell you, I haven't been paying attention to anything that was going on during the show because <laughs> I'm trying to watch the movie. Right, right, right. Between, but it's really good. So just give us the premise of it. Okay, so basically, you know, Megan Good and I play this young couple named Scott and Annie, and we're, like, buying our first house, mm-hmm. right? You know, everybody, this is this is a tradition all across the world. You get together, you buy your first house, you're mm-hmm. trying to start your family. Very expensive, beautiful house. Yes, obviously we did it at another level. Right. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. We're doing it at another level, but it, it's the same thing, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? It, it's technically the same thing, whether it's $300,000 house or $3 million house. Um, we're trying to you know, start a family. And ultimately, the previous owner, uh, played by Dennis Quaid, who, I mean, I know, I hope, I can't wait for y'all to see it. Mm-hmm. Like, this dude is just terrifying. In he this does movie. good. He does good what we've seen so far. Yeah, he's he's terrifying. Um, you know, he just, he has a connection to this house that we're not aware of. Right. And so, he's having a hard time letting go. <laughs> and, and it, you know, it's creating an issue because I got boundaries, obviously. <laughs> you know, my character has boundaries. And Megan's that glass half full type, yeah, you know, she's girl. she's very sweet and nice. Very sweet and nice. And that's why he fell in love with her. He understands where she's coming from, but at the same time, he's like, hey, mm-hmm. something ain't right. Mm-hmm. You know, he's let's, very protective over his yeah, life. Yeah, let's, let's, let's do that. And so it just, it just kind of escalates from there. How close to the character is, is you as an actual person? Because in the movie, this guy is... Scared of guns. He doesn't like guns. He, yeah. he doesn't want to be around guns. Are you like that as well? No. So you're a two-way, you're a two-way guy. <laughs> no. 
I'm a lot like Scott, and I'm kind of a pessimist, mm-hmm. you know, and, and and I don't trust people ever. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, have, I have big trust issues with people. Mm-hmm. But but ultimately, I'm a lot like Scott up until we get to that, that gun argument. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, you know, it's it's a... I don't necessarily believe that, you know, guns are always the answer. Mm-hmm. But, you know, as you see the film, you know, you'll see that, you know, there comes a time when you have to kind of compromise. You come How with a copy, I got to shoot you once or twice. Huh? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. You know, if you're not going to listen. <laughs> you're not going to listen. I, I got you're not you going to listen, then... How did that work being a pessimist for you, though? Only because, like, I believe in the law of attraction. You know, you got to think positive things and the, the energy you put out of the energy you get back. How did that work being a pessimist? <sighs> Especially in this business. Oh, I'm not going to get the role. I'm not going to get the role. I'm, perhaps, perhaps pessimist is the wrong one. I'm a realist. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and I'm aware that, you know, r- regardless of my expectations... I have to um, understand that people don't look at things the way I do. Got you. And people don't, you know, if you don't think I'm talented, okay, that don't matter. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I know what I can do. I know what I can do. I know my work ethic. I know what I'm going to do. Um, but I can't expect everybody to feel the same way about me. Yeah, as I get older, I realize that's the biggest thing I have to let go. Yeah. Expectations yeah. from other people. And one, and isn't it freeing? Yeah, very much It's so. very freeing when you stop seeking approval. Mm-hmm. Is this genre of movies, do you like to watch these thrillers and horrors? You know, Megan made a good point. She actually is a huge fan of this particular genre. I, I didn't love it until I got into it with the perfect guy. And obviously I stepped into it in in the villainous role and playing the sociopath. And so that was... You did a great job with that one. I was Thank like, you. Yeah. I, I know. I, I actually feel good, like I you, did. You play a good sociopath. Yeah, I feel, <laughs> like, I feel like I did because people thought I wanted to kill... Gabrielle when I joined Being Mary Jane right. and I was like I, no stay away from she's me she's the lead of the show I'm he not, seems like the perfect guy I'm but not he's gonna not. kill her you know what I mean <laughs> well, I saw that in For Colored Girls though oh yeah yeah yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. Oh, yeah he got that side of him. yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's yeah it's it's unique but I, I, I like the genre Megan made a good point it's the only genre of film where you will put yourself in a life and death circumstance Mm. And I hadn't thought about that, but it's, it's, it's very true. Every every time you're in a thriller, typically your life is on the line, and it, it begs the question, the genre itself begs the question, what would you do mm. if this was you? Do now, you like playing the you. bad guy? Yes. Mm-hmm. You do? Unequivocally. It's Why? Because it's so far from your character? Y- yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, it, the good thing about being the bad guy is you are, no, you are not the moral compass of the film. Mm-hmm. Right, you have no limitations. Mm-hmm. Like oftentimes, a hero is limited by his morals, his the law. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's there's things that hold you back from being free, and the villain is 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 so much fun. And and honestly, as you see in this movie, as you see in The Dark Knight, um, a good villain can really really make a movie. Mm-hmm. All right, we got more with Michael Ealy. When we come back, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We still have Michael Ealy in the building. He's in the new flick, Intruder. Charlamagne? Is it hard to get these suspense thriller roles out of your spirit? Mm. Uh, yes, when you're playing the sociopath. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I played Carter in Perfect Guy, it, mm-hmm. it, I my wife was like, you just go away. <laughs> <laughs> she could tell when I came back. She was like, I can see it. She mm-hmm. was like, just go, go away. And I left for like four days. Really? By myself. Where'd you go? Um, Cabo. 
Oh, okay. I, mean, I went to vacation, Cabo. vacation. Yeah, I went on like vacation. You had to just clean I just had to like, because the ocean I find very peaceful and tranquil. And so I was just like, I just needed to be, you know, there. And I didn't want to be too far away because, you know, the little ones. So I just went to Cabo for a couple of days, which is weird to be at a like hotel by yourself. <laughs> and you see like couples and stuff. Kids, oh, families. They're like, and kids and families and mm-hmm. couples by like, you know, like on their honeymoon and shit. And, and you're, you're already like, feeling a little crazy from the role you're like, played. you're like looking at them and they're looking at you like, why are you here by yourself? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's kind of like, this is really weird. I think I'm going to go back to the room, just just be by myself. But then you end up <laughs> making friends sometimes when you go places like by yourself. People do talk to you more. No. Yeah, to a certain extent. But I, you know, after that, I didn't want to talk to anybody. I needed complete and utter silence after mm-hmm. that because I was definitely, definitely in a disturbed place. Do you feel the spirit leave your body? I did. Really? It's weird. I did. Yeah. I was drinking some tequila. That <laughs> <laughs> usually puts the bad spirits yeah, I put it away, man. I put it away. I remember one. I remember exactly the night it happened. Really? When I just kind of let it all go, man. Yep. Are there certain roles that you've turned down because you're like, this is too, like, I can't, too intense for me. I can't go from this to that. I, I'm never scared to take... I mean, I think for colored girls was probably the most trepidation I've had about taking a role. That's an African-American horror movie. Yeah. I've yeah, watched that movie twice right. in my life. I'm like, I'm never watching this yeah, again. Great movie, but that is a tough goddamn movie to watch. It's a tough play. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was a yeah. tough play. And 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 obviously the, 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 the traumatic scene of, you know, mm-hmm. what happened with Bo Willie and the kids, I mean, that, that just takes it mm-hmm. to, to a whole nother level. And... I was really terrified of, of taking on that role. I remember at the time, I asked my mom if she would be okay, because I didn't want to, I never wanted to disappoint her. Mm-hmm. She's gone now, but like, I never wanted to, to disappoint her. Mm. And so it was very important for her to like, kind of say okay to that. If she had said, I, I really don't want you to do it, I probably would not have done wow. it. Really? Yeah, because that, that's how much she meant to me. But she it, gave it her blessing. She did, you know, and I told her my angle, which is, you know, I, I feel like I can shed light on PTSD mm-hmm. mm. and you know, the trauma of war. Mm-hmm. And she she un- she understood and respected that. And she said, you know, yeah. Was she like a religious person? Or? She was, yeah. Okay. Was she, she able was. to see the movie? She didn't watch the movie. She didn't watch it. It's funny because when I read Sidney Poitier's book, you know, mm-hmm. Measure of Man, she, you know, he talked about never wanting to disappoint his parents and how that was kind of what drove him in his career path and everything. And so I, I think I I took that on myself. Now, at the same time, I have, you know, a creativity inside of me that, that makes me want to challenge myself. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when I did Perfect Guy, it was all about taking that romantic comedy image mm-hmm. and turning it on its head. Right. And saying, don't, you know, don't label me in that way. Mm-hmm. What? You just made me look at uh, your character from Color Girls different because back in the day I wasn't up on PTSD and trauma and you know the pain that he probably had from the war, so he was redistributing that pain to other people. Like I, now I'm looking at it like, oh yeah, no, he I got wasn't. A little more sympathy for the character. He, he exactly, and that that's what I was trying to trying to put out there because I had seen and done so much research on soldiers coming back and the trauma that they go through over there. I mean, when you walk. Witness kids being murdered. Yeah. I mean, how do you come back from that and be normal? You know what I mean? But it could have been you, it could have been me, it could have been any one of us that went away and came back. And that's why Kimberly Elise's character is so, she's going, what people don't, she's going through uh, what they call secondary PTSD. And that's 
when your loved ones or your caretakers are deeply affected by what you're going through. Mm-hmm. Right. And so she didn't know even how to handle me because she just, she in her mind, I was gone. Mm-hmm. But she was hoping and wishing for me to come back. Yeah, and it shows how we dismiss people with mental health issues. All the time. Because we just, I was like, oh, that's just a crazy drunk. That's what I thought, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And you know, be yeah. like, see, that's why you don't date light-skinned guys. Right. That's the, why the, are you hating on him? <laughs> you are a hater, bro. These guys are haters. Oh, they, only light-skinned guys can have PTSD. Right? That's, only you and I. That's, that's only you and I. No, no dark-skinned brother ever had trauma. Ever. Never, never, the dark-skinned never. brothers don't handle trauma. Nah, they, don't no, they, don't, they don't cry for us. You know what I mean? We don't need therapy. You know? <laughs> we straight. Our melanin makes us strong. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's crazy. Right. Are there any roles that you decided not to do that you regret? And I said, damn, I should have did that role. And, I mean, there's roles that I didn't get. But I've also grown and matured to a point where I'm confident that what's mine is mine. You still go out for roles? Because it seems like you're so... Yep. <laughs> Terrible. You look tired. Terrible. <laughs> look tired. <laughs> Just thinking about it. You're like, no, no, no. <laughs> that, that right there will bring me down right there. You're like, what haven't I done to kind of show that I can do this? Right, you walk into yeah, a room yeah, yeah. and you're like, really? Like, really? Like, really? Y'all really need to see more work? Well, that's why it's beautiful when a black man like Dion and Robert can fund the film and they're like, we know who we want. That's what I love. One thing that I love about Dion is he definitely fights uh, for me. But he also is aware that, you know, the audience that I've built is, you know, it can supersede some of these other cats. Right. Bottom line. And, you know, man, that's why, I like, you know, movies like The Intruder, like, I like to support, not just because it has a black cast, because we always do that. When it's a black yeah. cast, we support it. But it's black funded, black produced. Yeah, mm-hmm. Like, this is the, these are the ones we should Forest be making bias. $1,500 million. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, thank you for joining us, sir. Absolutely. Michael Ely. Now, when is Intruder come out this week? May 3rd. May 3rd. All right. We can't Intruder. wait till you leave so we can finish watching it. All right. No, I'm going to do, <laughs> do a screening for it. I'm going to get a theater and do a screening for it somewhere in New York. Okay. Yeah, we're going to make that Here happen. Appreciate it. Let's do it. Thank you. Thank yeah, I'm going to buy some tickets. I'm 40 minutes in right now, so I, I got to see the rest of it now. That's uh, over an hour already. I'm almost done. <laughs> You're almost I'm going to tell you what happened. Nah, don't tell me nothing. <laughs> That's All what's right. up. I it's appreciate Michael y'all. Ely. Thank you. And Envy might start crying because he cries a lot during movies. There's nothing sad, right? Who? Envy, he's gonna he might start crying. I cried during Creed. Did you? And I cried during Thug. Have, did you see Thug? No. Nobody seen Thug. Mm. You seen Thug? Okay. Wasn't Thug good? Oh, we talk about the hate you get. Yes, the hate you oh, get. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, so why'd you call it Thug? It's, it's called, called the Thug, hate man. Oh, it's oh called my God. Thug. We saw the I hate saw you get. My give. daughter read the book and then yeah. we watched the movie. I'm yeah. like, what the f- is Thug? Oh yeah. my goodness. I just gotta give a shout out to my man Russell Hornsby because he killed that role of the father in that movie. Yeah, he oh, sure yeah. did. He killed. He sure did. Why did you think that movie was called Thug before it is we leave? Like, the Hate You Give is the it's acronym. It's the acronym. It's an acronym. Oh, it's an acronym. Oh, it's the Hate You Give. It's really called The Hate You Give, FYI. Well, when I watched it in the movie, the on the book, plane, the book it just is said The Hate You Give. couldn't write the whole thing. It's no, just Thug. No, that was your nameplate for the seat, for the yeah. flight you was on. It was a racist flight. You don't even know it. You had your hoodie on and your tattoos. They're like, Thug. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's 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 not creating tears so much I cry as it all is. The time. You come on, I ain't gonna think I cry <laughs> all the time. No, nah, nothing wrong with a man crying. Nothing. My goodness, it's Michael go. Ealy. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee Rumor has it. on the Breakfast Club. So listen up. Nah, 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 nah.
Well, of course, it's Friday. That means albums are out. So, shout out to Schoolboy Q, who was just on The Breakfast Club as well yesterday. Mm-hmm. He put out his long-awaited Crash Talk album. So, make sure y'all download that and check out our interview. I dig it. With Schoolboy Q. All right, now, Wendy Williams. She has rebooted her after-show YouTube series. She started doing that again on Wednesday. And she spoke about having to be careful. Now, if you guys remember, there were allegations that Kevin Hunter, her soon-to-be ex-husband... Doodle Brown! Uh, tried to poison her, and cops were actually called to the house in January with that anonymous tip. Well, here's what she had to say on her after show when she was given some cupcakes. The woman who won eye candy happened to have been the woman who um, gave me... Well, now she told me there were cupcakes. I saw in the box it said cupcakes from the Cupcake Man or something like that in Jersey. Like a legit place. So I know they're not poisonous, so I'm going to share them with the crew. I will say that was always Wendy's thing, though. She she would never eat things that people gave her because she was always afraid of the killer, and she would always think anyone sending her food was trying to poison her. She would say that a lot. Would she mm. eat it for real or, oh, or really it, not eat it? It depends. It depends who, who sent it, actually. It all it all depends. But who knew all these years the killer, allegedly, was her ex-wife, Doodoo Brown? Why you call him? <laughs> hey, why are you calling him Doodoo Brown? Because Kelvin Hunter is always doing too much, and he's from Brownsville. All right. Yeah, he's stupid, man. I hate you. Now, let's talk about a little Lil Nas X. He's going to be making a guest appearance at Stagecoach with Billy Ray Cyrus. So that's what is Stagecoach? A three-day festival, and it's a country festival. Oh, so, okay. yeah, that's going to be a big, big deal for them. Don't, it's don't a big deal for Billy them. Ray Cyrus. Yeehaw! Don't stereotype them. Bobby Bones don't do that. As well, because uh, this is going to be the first time they perform Old Town Fe- the Old Town Road live for the first time at that country music festival over I'm the weekend. I'm going to take my horse to the old town road and yee Yeah, Little Nas X about to uh, realize how conservative the country audience is when he hit that goddamn <laughs> stage, though. When he hit that goddamn stage and he get booed for no damn reason. Well, Billy Ray Cyrus will be there, and I think uh, that song has crossed over. I mean, it was on the country charts as well. They didn't want it there, though. They actually so, took it off the I don't charts. know who was they, he better Yahoo. Because that doesn't mean the fans. That country audience is very, very, very conservative. He better didn't yee-haw. like it. And they like so, their country a certain way, and I don't think they like their coffee black. Billy Ray Cyrus posted a picture of a billboard. It says, congratulations, Billy Ray Cyrus, number one Billboard Hot 100, Billboard streaming song, streaming worldwide. He stopped by that sign to thank his, uh, to thank Lil Nas X and Young Keo, who did the beat, I guess, Take My Horse to the Old Town Road. He said, I would not have this sign without Lil Nas X and Keo. So congratulations to that trio. What's the name of that place? Stagecoach? Yeah, Stagecoach. I'm asking Country Bobby Bones Festival. right now. Do you think Little Nas X will have problems at Stagecoach? He's also doing a video. I'll put Stagecoach. Hold on. For the song as well. Now, T-Pain has to take a little break from music. He went on his Instagram page to post a video that says, under his doctor's orders, he has to take a break so he doesn't permanently damage his vocal cords. The truth of the matter is, I just haven't been taking care of myself. After my last couple shows, I start getting a few pains in in my throat and stuff like that. So I went to the doctor and um, he basically told me that I had to get off the road immediately or I was going to start doing permanent damage to my voice. He's got some T-Pains. Auto-tune. Stroke pains. But why do you... You got auto-tune, though. Well, he still sings. He still got to sing, though. You got to sing through the auto-tune. And I'm sure it's a lot of stress on your vocal cords. Auto-tune always makes your voice sound like it's in pain. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. Hey, fam. Now, um, shout to Mary J. Blige. Mary J. Blige called me yesterday. Surprise. I seen a number come up on my phone. I didn't know what it was. 
And she was like, hi, uh, is this DJ Envy? And I was like, uh... What did she say? Hey, fam. Hey, fam. I was like, uh, yeah. She's like, hi, this is Mary J. Blige. And I started stuttering because I didn't really think it was her. But it was her. And she actually has a new record that she put out. She's going on tour with Nas. So Drop she on the breakfast club this record. For Mary J. Blige mm-hmm. and Nasir Jones. It's called Thriving. It's for all your uncles and aunties, okay? We're very excited about this. <laughs> That's right. This is new Mary you J. You playing Blige. this in the mix? Nas, and then we're going to play a Mary mix. We're going to get some Mary on. Let me oh, know so your favorite Mary record. Today, then. What you want here? I'm playing Mary, though. I know. I want it. Never mind. Oh, what you want here? I wanted to hear Yebba. Evergreen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeba about to be a superstar here in these creeks. She's a uh, young, you know, we throw young back Caucasian on, from Memphis. We throw it back on Friday, though. So Monday. She, she got a real soulful voice. Nobody would ever know the difference. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't know if the song is new or old. But drop on the clues bombs for Yeba, but okay. We'll get that on next Queen week. Queen of Mary. Soul, Mary J. That's right. I'm not mad at it. All right, let's do it. This is The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building, Storm Salter. Now, Yee, you seen this new movie, Sprinter, right? Yes, I saw the movie Sprinter. Okay. I had the opportunity to see it. Um, and it was amazing, so I don't want to give away too much. Yeah, so, Storm, you give away what you want to give away, and then we'll talk about it. It's a story of uh, a young boy, um, 17-year-old kid, going to, making that transition moment from high school to becoming an adult. Um, it's a story of a boy whose mom leaves when he's seven to come to the U.S. to work as a nurse, stay on a visa. Mm-hmm. She's supposed to return in two years, and it's ten years later. She hasn't returned. She can't leave. Because um, if she leaves, then she can't get then back she can't to America. Come back. You know, that's mm-hmm. where the immigration thing goes. And it's in, in, the, in the larger sense, it's a story of this young boy who thinks if he can only run fast enough, if he can only make the national team, if he can only achieve on the track, maybe he'll have a chance of getting back to his mother. Um, but it's also a story of, you know, in the, you, in the post Usain Bolt world, you know, mm-hmm. the sprinters, you know, some of, the, some of these high school kids, they're so fast, it's like they can see the potential. If they can make it just one second faster, um, you know, they, they might be in the terrain of Bolt and some of the greats. So their world changes once people see you and know that you have, you have potential. You say Bolt uh, is no. actually in the movie, by the way. Yeah. Dope. I, you know, I, I was in Jamaica one year and uh, they it was during the Olympics and it's like every, I was at the airport. Yeah. Everything shut down yeah, when you saying it was about to yeah, run. I'm yeah, talking yeah. about everything. Like they yeah. shut the whole airport down. No security line. Yeah. No nothing. Everybody just, just stopped gone through. to watch you saying uh, yeah. run. Like in the in the middle of the city and in, in halfway tree is like it's like Times Square <laughs> for Olympics. You know, all the traffic stops. People are in the middle of the street. So yeah, track is a. Uh, a thing for us. Do people look at track the way I think uh, some black kids in America look at hip-hop? Like, they look at it as their way out of their circumstances? Yeah, I think definitely. Mm-hmm. I think track is definitely has been, is an avenue and has been an avenue for a lot of people to kind of, um, you know, take themselves through school professionally and, you know, other avenues. Track has been a, a major, it's a powerhouse effect. We've not only been great athletes, but it's, it's had a great effect on, on us as a country and just lifting people. Mm. Now, Storm, I know it was important for you to kind of break these stereotypes of what we're used to seeing. Yeah. When you see a movie in Jamaica, you think of shatas and you yeah. think of things like that. And for you, though, this was a totally different type of movie. Yeah. You don't see anything happening like people getting shot or yeah. anything like that in this movie. So why was it important for you to show this side of Jamaica? Yeah, because, you know, the thing is, it's not like stereotypes there ain't some element of truth or it wouldn't become yeah. a stereotype right but when that's all that you show or rely on it becomes what you imagine everything is and and everyone isn't living this extreme live or die situation that you kind of imagine you know what i mean it's just showing a regular family showing the obstacles of this youth being you know it's not like if he doesn't win the race he's gonna die you know it's 
it's but if he does win the race maybe he can get his family back together it's a, it's a simpler obstacle that i think a lot of us as humans are going through more realistically and i think if we can show that and add characters that have this kind of nuance and simplicity that's kind of what makes the story a bit more radical you know mm-hmm. um you know jamaican men it's also a story about uh. masculinity and jamaican men i mean no you know jamaican men don't need boom boom well, that's uh, not apparently. it, but, you know, you would think, like, imagine this. The mom is gone for 10 years. What do you think the dad is doing in Jamaica, if you had to imagine? The mom is gone for 10 years? Yeah, she's been in America for Being 10 years. Being a faithful black Jamaican man, like every other hey, black man it, out here. What do you, what do you think we're doing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think the assumption would be he's that, getting yeah. it in with a lot of other women. For sure. And we play on um, on that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We play on that assumption. And, and um, this young boy who's wondering why his mom is not coming back and thinking maybe it has something to do with his dad. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and his dad is suffering his own demons, trying to be faithful black man, husband. Um, not trying said, to be, doing, being what he being, is by nature. Being, but just and trying being to be tempted happy. tempted by that damn but, devil. Right, but also just missing his family, missing his life. So it's showing a family that's trying to be as cohesive as possible, but because of the dynamics of economy, immigration, etc., they are, they are separated, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Um, and I think that's important. It's so normalized. It's so so much so that our lead actor, um, Dale Elliott, who plays Akeem Sharp, you know, his own life story is so similar to that of the characters, whereas both of his parents um, left, went to the UK and to the US when he was like five to seven, and he was raised by his grandparents. And, uh, and when we made this film, when we shot the final sequence in Los Angeles, on his way to Los Angeles, he went to Florida and reconnected with his dad for the first time in a long time, probably over a decade. We just did our premiere in London in February and we traveled there and his mom met him at the airport and that was the first time they reconnected in person in 17 years. Mm-hmm. So it's like we're telling a story about a kid who's living this mm-hmm. and it, it's such a normalized existence that even our actor's life is even more extreme in terms of that type of family separation. So it's like a simple thing that is very normalized across the globe and I thought it was worth looking at that. And, how that emotionally affects. Why are you making so fast, bro? Why? And and, and I yeah. feel like this is a new thing. Like at least yeah. in my uh, oh, it's not new in my yeah. lifetime. Like I don't. How, how far does this? We used go to go back? to the pen relays, yeah. and it was always Jamaica oh, win yeah, the pen relays. It's, always. Yeah. It's pure Jamaicans in the, yeah. in the um, audience at the pen relays. I honestly, it's it has been going back for a long time. Mm-hmm. You know, the champs, which is our national high school track and field championships, is over one hundred years old. Wow. And. Um, pretty much every major great mm-hmm. track athlete that's come out of Jamaica has passed through there, including um, Usain and all of the everyone. Um, and I think a big part of it, yes, it's probably location and uh, something to do with diet and something to do with genetics, but I think it has a lot to do with coaching. We have the best sprinting coaches in the world mm-hmm. as well. Um, and I just think there was investment and, and so on put into track and finding athletes from the 70s coming forward. So not only do we have national talent, they've built an infrastructure to find that talent and kind of hone it. Um, something that we do well and it's a, it's a national pride, you know? Is there a hunt for the next Usain Bolt, so uh, to speak? Always. I've mm-hmm. met a few of them. Really? <laughs> I bet you did. Yeah, I've met a few of them. Yeah. Um, I've documented them as well yeah. in studying to try to create a realistic character. You represent. Yeah, man, Can you teach Charlemagne just one good Jamaican phrase and teach him how to say it right and work on his <coughs> oh passport just a little bit? Just a little something. We don't know what Charlemagne, what do you want to say? Me don't know what we want to say. <laughs> no, man, you're so untired. Yeah? You're so untired. <laughs> look good. Wake up. Yeah, man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, next time. Next time. <laughs> next time. <laughs> My man, Storm Salter. I'm ready for the lesson. <laughs> Tell him, him a bleach. 
Det må bleach. Det så jag bleachar. Det är så jag bleachar. Storm Salter, man, director of the movie Sprinter. Thank you for coming, my brothers. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, um, shout to Michael Ely for joining us this morning. Yes, man. Make sure y'all go support The Intruder. That's right. Uh, the Intruder is directed by my man Dion Taylor. It don't come out till next week, though. It comes right. out uh, next Friday. I'm actually going to do a screening for it sometime next week. Uh, number one, because Dion is my man. And number two, this is a movie that is fully funded by black people. You know, and we go to the movie theater and we make all these other movies and all these other production companies millions and millions of dollars. We need to start supporting our own in that way. So, so not only does this movie have a great black cast uh, and my man Dennis Quaid, it, it is actually funded fully by black people. That's okay. dope. And that's just like with um, the movie Sprinter we were just talking about, too, with Storm Salter, which is really dope to support these movies. And that's... a. Um so shout out to them again also for coming through. Uh-huh. A lot and of also guests that we had today. And, um, the Plastic Cut Boys. Yeah, the Plastic Cut Boys, who also have a special <laughs> that's going to be on Netflix as mm-hmm. well. And I'm going to go see them on Sunday. I'm okay. going to go see them perform. But I was going to say the movie Sprinter is a Caribbean movie. And it won all kinds of different awards at all these different film festivals. But, you know, it just shows a different side of Jamaica. We're used to the shatas and the harder they come and all of that. But this is a different type of movie. Absolutely. And um, tonight, I'm going to be in Virginia. Shout out to everybody in the 757. I'm going to be out at, uh, you know, Pharrell is doing this huge festival out there this weekend. Something in the Water Festival. I'll be down there. I'm actually doing a party with Michael Vick, who's from the area. So it should be a lot of fun. And then Saturday, we're doing our real estate seminar in Atlanta. So if you want to come on through, just hit up the event bright. You know, we're just really trying to teach people about real estate. We're starting from the beginning, helping them with credit, helping them with lenders, hard money lenders, conventional lenders, finding agents, and hopefully they could get a house and uh, start some investments and make some money outside of what they're doing. All right, so we'll see you guys in Atlanta. Amazing. And I want to shout out to my Drink Fresh Juice team, drinkfreshjuice.com, the press juice business that I launched. We're really uh, starting to pick up. It only launched like a little bit over a month ago, mm-hmm. and we've been finding ourselves in a lot of places now, a lot of restaurants as part of a mixed drink menu. That's dope. But also in uh, some some other restaurants just as a, a straight-up Fresh, fresh juice. So that's I want to uh, shout out to everybody that's been ordering from drinkfreshjuice.com so they could support the movement. But they're delicious as well. So just want to thank everybody for that. It's been a journey. Well, There's still a lot of steps uh, involved in this, but it's been occupying a lot of my time lately. So, <sighs> but it's worth it. And I love it. And okay. now I have fresh juice in the fridge every day. There you go. Well, Charlemagne. Yes, sir. You got a positive note? Yes, man. Uh, I saw Endgame last night. It's a great movie. I'm actually going back tomorrow for the daytime matinee. I'm taking my daughter because only my wife and I went last night. But I just want to tell everyone out there, uh, my positive note is simply this. Please remember that Dr. Strange watched the Endgame 14,605,000 times, and he didn't spoil any of it. Be like Dr. Strange this weekend. No spoilers until at least Tuesday. Okay? Let people find out that Rocket Raccoon died on their own. Breakfast Club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done?